two, one. What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Dalton Edwards Effect. This is a Thursday episode. The first one I've done on a Thursday. Can you believe it or not? We were streaming last night till like almost 1 a.m. I had a long conversation yesterday. But uh, here I am with the great A rookie. What's happening, bro? Uh, you are one of the, you are probably the best Melee Mario main in the world, right? That's crazy, because Mario, is, for people that don't know, Mario is not a viable character in Super Smash Bros. Melee, so I don't know how you do it, that's craziness. What's it like to kind of like play a low tier in like a tournament environment? Like, he has cape and forward smash, those actually go um, further than docks. docks. Docks forward smash is like literally... You have to be touching your opponent, you know. Uh, Mario, you can kind of, you you like you can get away with a lot of stuff that Doc can't. Like if you're playing against Puff or something, and you know Puff just like bear wall and whatnot, just trying to space you out. Mario, you can kind of poke with your forward smash. Doc, you can't do that. You kind of just got to take it. But um, the biggest reason is. Um, what I've actually I tried Doc for like three or four months, like um, after a couple of years of playing Mario, I was like, uh, let's just try him out. You know, he's pretty similar and whatnot. That's what I thought at the time, and then I played him personally, and I just don't like how he feels. Like he feels a little clunky at times. His aerials, what makes him, quote unquote, slower? Um, he has like less landing lag or more landing lag. So Mario's just faster in that capacity. You can kind of bait certain things that doc really can't and um he has more options mario has more options than doc when it comes to recovering and survivability in that regard so i don't know i just like mario more personally it fits it fits me i don't know i just i have this weird connection with mario and i was just i don't need to switch characters because i have the most fun playing him that's about it I feel that like I was a PM player for a long time, and I like mm -hmm. I played a lot of P like PM Mario, and I've also played yeah. Melee. So like when I, I like Melee Mario, PM Mario, like PM Mario, I guess it's the better character because <laughs> he's designed that way. But it, yeah. it still feels similar, right? And then yeah. I'm playing. I tried Doctor Mario. And it's just a totally different animal, you know. Like they play. They're yeah. so similar, but they play totally different. And you yeah, can argue that with sure. a lot of like multi or clone characters or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. If you don't, if and definitely, if you're looking at it from the outside and you don't even know how either of those characters work, you're like, they probably play about the same. Like, no, not really, actually. <laughs> right, right. You'd have to actually try it out for yourself. Exactly. Um, yeah, so for a lot of the pro Smash players, I feel like there's a lot of like documentaries and like everyone kind of like knows like the, you know the Mangos and the Leffins oh, yeah. and like their <laughs> their stories and their uprisings. But like, what is your story? What's your uprising? Like, how did you start playing? How did you find the Smash community? um so the funny thing is um it was like it was summer of what was it it was like this was so long ago it's like 2000 summer of like 2007 no no two, no 2006 maybe 2006 wow. a long time yeah, ago it, it was a long time but i didn't enter tournaments back then this is how i found out about it like anything competitive of video games at all i was just I was a little kid. I didn't have um, a computer or anything like that. I was in high school. I was like, eh, you know, I'm just, um, I'm not sure. Like, uh, I just played Melee for fun with other games as well, like Double Dash. And um, I was on YouTube at the library. I didn't have a computer at the time because uh, computers were still like, 
you know, still kind of becoming more mainstream at the time, but it, it wasn't in everyone's household. Like, um, you know, every, every five-year-old has an iPad nowadays. Look where we're at today, yeah, <laughs> you know? Exactly. I remember when so, dial-up internet was a thing. <laughs> That's just crazy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. AOL and all that. Yeah. I, I remember that. That was, that was wild. Now we got the but, McDonald's um, Wi-Fi. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're telling me. And um, so what I did is I, I went to the library, um, me and a couple of my uh, and my sisters, we were we were there and I, you know, you could check out um, a computer and whatnot. And I was like, yeah, why not? Um, I want to I want to check out like if there's any glitches for, you know, for Melee or anything. I like this game. It's pretty fun. And then I search up YouTube and I'm like, OK, let's. You know, mail. I just type in, you know, Super Smash Brothers, and then glitches, hacks, or something like that. Um, and then I, I found this video, and it, it was just like Mar, you know, Luigi versus Peach, and I was like, oh, what is this? And then I started watching. I was like, oh, are these actual people? That's pretty cool. And then I just see like crazy Luigi, you know, sliding on the floor back and forth really fast, and I was like, I was like, oh, it must be glitch. I was like, how is he moving so fast? What is this? And then that's how mind. I got. That's how I got initiated. I I watched that video and then I kept you know um I googled more stuff or whatever it was Yahoo at the time or Bing whatever was very <laughs> popular yeah yeah whatever was popular that probably shows my age so I googled it or whatever it was at the time and then uh, Smashboards came up that was like one of the popular things at the time and then I looked at tournaments that way that's it no one initiated me no one showed me anything I just. Went on YouTube one day, and that was it. And that's how I got initiated to the Smash community that way. So, yeah, and then you were on Smashboards, and I'm assuming you found, like, local tournaments and stuff. Yes, and exactly. How yeah. was that, like, your first experience? I feel like everyone <laughs> has, like, a similar but, like, slightly different first experience at oh. tournaments, you know? Like, did you oh, have high yeah. expectations? Oh. You're like, I'm going to go fuck up everybody, <laughs> <No>. you know? <laughs> Not at all. No, I, um, me and a couple of my friends in high school, we went, um, uh, my friend was, he was like, uh, what was he? Um, he was a junior at the time. I was, I was a freshman. I was, I was uh, brand new to Smash, and he was like, yeah, my my brother, my bigger, my bigger brother used to go to tournaments for Melee. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then um, we played a little bit, and I was like, oh man, he's really good. He was a little better than me at the time, but I was like, all right, let's let's go to a tournament. And then uh, we went, and uh, we went early, and there was like five people there they were you know warming up and stuff and i was like oh my gosh and before the tournament even started i was playing somebody and i was just like freezing up i was like shaking and everything i was like this is so this is so weird like what is this like i've never had i've never had a tournament experience so i was like this is kind of scary i was all jittery i was like man i can't even do i can't even short hop or anything i was like man dude. and the guys there at the time they were like um the top players uh, in SoCal, um, that, that's where um, I was playing at the time. There was uh, Blitz, he was uh, this Falcon main, and DC, um, I think he played Falcon as well. And they played various characters, but they were really good. And uh, I was just, it was my first tournament. So, you know, playing friendlies with them, I was like, oh my gosh. I was, <laughs> I was like, tournament hasn't started, and I feel like I'm already... <laughs> I'm gonna just go OT. <laughs> I think for newer people, nerves is a big part of it. Like you yeah, gotta get good no. at the game, but what th people underrate is like being able to work into like tournament nerves. I feel like you know because yes. that's something you do have to practice. You got to keep going until you stop getting nervous, 
And, and yeah. I, actually, I feel like I feel like you never stop getting nervous. I feel like you just oh, deal you with know. it better. Yes, you learn, that, you learn exactly, to deal with it better. That's it exactly. There was someone in my stream last night uh, when I was streaming. He was like, "I'm new, but I'm scared to death um, to go to a tournament. I'm just or enter an online tournament. It's not even a, you know what I mean. It's not face to face tournament, and." You know, it's still scary because you're on the other end. There's someone trying just as hard as you. He probably practices more than you, and you just don't want to look dumb or get destroyed. So I told him, I was like, "Hey, buddy, I was like, this is how it works. You, you're gonna start off. You're, you're gonna be shaking at the controller. You're gonna be doubting yourself. You're gonna be messing up a lot. And people like Mango and Zane nowadays, they, even them." They get nervous. Trust me. They just know how to deal with it. You don't, you don't ever, not get nervous. You know what I mean. You just know how to deal with it more. That's that's about it. And that's true for probably ninety percent of the people out there. Yeah, I don't know how you couldn't get nervous at like a top yeah, exactly. level. You know, you're on the, the stage of like Evo, like playing. Like, oh. Those people get nervous. <laughs> trust me. They, they hide exactly. it pretty well though. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And uh, one thing I noticed when I used to play is we'd always get new people, and uh, there was one person in particular that would play pretty good off stream, but then when he got on stream, it was just a totally <laughs> different person. It, his like his skill skill level went down by like I'm not even kidding you, like fifty percent. It was bad. So yeah. and I remember that gave him like a big mentality problem for a little while because like obviously you're gonna be on stream like the farther down uh -huh. you go, but. It's kind of the pressure of like, oh, people are like watching and like, you know, again, it's a skill set. It's something you have to learn to kind of deal with. Yes, yes, that's for sure. It's um, it's honestly how do you keep your poker face and it's honestly a fight or flight. What kind of person are you? Are you going to rise to the occasion when, you know, you're on the big screen or are you going to just, you know, just hold shield all day and just keep rolling and you never roll or something like that, you know, just open up who you actually are when you're put in you know put pressure on so that's what it is really mm -hmm. um speaking of like the smash communities and stuff because i know yes. every community everywhere is pretty different i would say some regions more toxic than others some are more you know <laughs> friendly than others uh but what is yep. like since you know everyone's been kind of stuck online i feel like twitter is kind of like the smash community right now because yep. of covid that's it um yeah. And what's your thoughts on just, like, the Smash community as a whole right now during this pandemic? Because obviously when you're online, people are way more toxic um, than in person. Yeah. And it's easy to, you know, like, like I remember someone saying on Twitter, they were, like, uh, funny enough, they're like, uh, the Twitter community is, diff is not the Smash community. It's a totally different thing. Like, when you go to a tournament... Uh, the vibe and the com like the conversations in person is not the same as you know a conversation online and people's personalities and all that. Um, so, so what's your kind of like your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I agree with that. Um, people that would say stuff on Twitter, you know, I've seen them in person. I know who they are. You know what I mean? You can just you can you can make some wild wild claims, accusations, or say some. You know out of character things where you would know this person and in person and you're just like hmm he would he wouldn't say that you know or this individual doesn't really act like this it's kind of strange but um it also doesn't help that everyone is stuck at home or whatnot because of the pandemic and all they have is twitter you know what i mean like if say they don't have a job they're you know they're young they don't have a job 
and all they were doing is going to school, but now they're going to school at home. And Twitter's like their only kind of social contact where it used to be, you know, going to tournaments and actually talking to people. Now you're just seeing, you know, uh, very, let's say, um, like popular tweets, you know, and popular tweets, it's just like, okay, this guy got a lot of likes or retweets, so this must be true. And they kind of just, everyone flocks to that and they all try to get a piece of it because they want like some kind of self-gratification. It's like, oh, okay, this guy got a lot of likes. Okay, I'm gonna, I don't even really care what he's talking about, but I'm gonna agree really hard with this person. And then they'll post something like in that tweet and then they'll just, you know, they'll just try to farm likes as well. And it just kind of, it's kind of like, it definitely, if they were antisocial before, it pushes them more into a corner where they um, they kind of thrive on that, right? Like either it doesn't even matter what kind of take it is on the tweet. It can be healthy or unhealthy, but they will try to take that person, whoever, you know, whoever it is. It could be random person or um, um, a popular influencer, and then they'll just kind of ride with their tweet and just... Yeah, I totally agree. Even though they don't even, you know, they probably didn't even read the tweet. And then they just try to ride that out as well. But that is true. The Smash community does not, the Twitter does not really reflect the whole community um, as a whole. That's for sure, because obviously I've been to enough tournaments. I've been to hundreds, literally, and other people, thousands. So that's true. And Twitter is does not reflect um, society as a whole so i don't want people to get that's important on twitter that's that very important true. to reflect yes on. yes to, that's that yeah that's uh, pretty important i think that's something that a lot of people don't understand especially if you're in the smash community it's like oh how how do i get into it it's it's honestly not even like i mean yeah you can go to facebook and go to your like local region or whatever but everyone's on twitter you know what i mean like mm -hmm. everyone makes a you know a small account to follow on twitter oh what are they saying about smash and then now we have um you know the pushback from the community um, with nintendo and whatnot so but all they're seeing is what you know what twitter melee community is but that's not the community as a whole but yeah so that's that's what i would agree as well there's definitely some benefits to it. Like, you know, you can follow the top players. Like, you can yes. follow Leffen, and then you like, instantly get, like, you know, like like a stream of, like, what their thoughts and their feed, right? You get, like, a yes. look into their, you know, their mind and what they're saying. Um, but it's not always the other way around. And I feel like a big pro I feel like a big problem with the Smash community that isn't vocal enough is kind of, like, the idolization of top players. So, yes. so Especially with, like, you know... I don't like using the term, but like they, they call them gyms, right? There's like low, low, lower key accounts, you know, that yeah. you know follow top players and respond to like everything, right? Uh, I feel like for a lot of people, you know, they look up to those like literally like gods almost, or like celebrity culture, I guess you want to call it, yes, right? Yes, of course, yep. Um, and I feel like that can really be pretty toxic in a lot of ways. Oh yeah, because if you really think about it, they're just you know they're just a. Uh like a robot they don't have a mind of their own it's like oh whatever they say you know whatever um insert top player here whatever they think i think that as well and people that even like um still like me <laughs> they um i always tell them i was like hey think for yourself don't agree with everything i say i've i've always tweeted that out too i'm like i don't care if you support me you know you don't always have to like every tweet 
you know, think critically of yourself. Don't just like me because, you know, I play Mario. You know, you could disagree. That's fine. And I always try to state that because I would not want someone to blindly, you know, follow me like that. They can agree with some things or most things or not agree at all and still, you know, respect me as a player. And that's that's all that really matters at the end of the day. It's important that they remember you're still, like, a human being, you know? And yes, you're not exactly. just, like, a public figure to follow, you know? And, yes. I, and I feel like social media and just, like, you know, being able to follow people and see their thoughts kind of, like, creates that atmosphere of, like, it's not really a person behind that. Like, people forget, kind of, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, speaking of uh, people not liking you, uh, <laughs> you are a open conservative. You lean towards the right. Um, yes, on a lot of things, and you're open about it, which is surprising because I feel like a lot of people in the Smash community uh, either don't talk about it or are lean extremely to the left. So it must be kind of hard to, you know, to, like because you are pretty open about your opinions from what I've seen, and I respect yes. that. I think, yes, you know, I if you believe you. something, you need to, like, you know, tell people about it. It's very mm -hmm. important. Don't be silenced, you know, by the, the Twitter mobs or whoever else, yes. you know. And, uh... How kind of how is that to like you know say something like I remember Mango tweeted uh, what did he tweet he's, he tweeted something about uh, Joe Biden I think and you you responded yeah. can, can I'm paraphrasing do you remember you know what I'm talking about can you talk about yes that? I I don't exactly remember the it was a little, little while tweet. ago yeah he he was basically he saying... said you said old Mango would be disappointed yes oh man let me see if I can pull up that tweet yeah right yeah there. but um. It was, yeah, so Mango said something um, along the lines of, basically, I'm paraphrasing as well, he didn't agree with Trump and whatnot, and um, I, I don't I don't want to misrepresent what he's saying. Sure, so let me, yeah, that's fine. Let's see if I can just find it really quick. But I, I, either way, you are, you know, you, t you tweet your opinions, which do lean more to the right, and I feel like online yes. or on Twitter, when you do go against the status quo, quote-unquote, you end up getting <laughs> mobs and mobs of these people that attack you, right? And if you're not used to that, you know, um, this is why I tell people, like, usually that are trying to get famous or build a brand, that's mm -hmm. not, that might not be what you actually want. Like, the attention's great, but when you fuck up and you say the wrong thing, like, yeah. it could be over. Like, your career is just done, right? You know, yes. especially when you're a pro player, I think it's pretty brave of you to go out and say, go against the status quo, say your opinions, make sure they're heard, because they do have consequences, right? You can you constant hate mail, uh, you can lose sponsorships, which is insane to yep. me. Um, mm -hmm. It's pretty crazy stuff. So, like, props to you, you know? I, I'm not, you know, obviously I don't have the following that you do or other top players or anything like that, but, like, you know, if I did, I had something I'd be, like, concerned about. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I've lost over probably um, 500, 600 followers from wow. me being openly about my opinions and whatnot. And controversy, what we'll get to later. But, yeah, I've, I've lost a lot of people. I've lost a lot of friends that I know from the Smash community, like, um, even some that I've known for like you know eight plus years, and just my opinion. See you later. You know they don't they don't agree and they hate me as a person now. Um, I do get a lot of hate mail. That <laughs> my DMs are full of hate hate mail, and uh, they just stay in there. So that's fine. But there's also people that do say, hey, you know, I'm 
very glad there is someone open with conservative um, viewpoints or I'm a Christian. I'm scared to talk out. Um, I'm so glad that you talk, you know, and there was even there was even someone that had um, what's it called? They had pronouns in their bio and they had like a, you know, like a, a picture of kind of like a furry like in their uh, profile picture as well. So I was like, huh, what? this guy must be trolling me. You know, like, I don't think they would agree with me. And they're like, well, I can't, I don't want to stand out because I don't, I want to be in the scene. I want to get better and I'm afraid and I don't want to get attacked because I've seen what's happened to you. And I'm just grateful that you're still voicing your opinion after all this time and you're not backing down. So, um, you know, I don't want to say I'm trying to be the voice of the silent majority, you know, um, but I I really am. Like, I don't... There's only one other person that's openly um, has expresses their viewpoints, and that's Luigi Goes Hard. He's a Luigi player from um, Midwest. I can't remember. I, don't, I think it's Kansas. I don't know. Wherever Reeve is from, the Marth player... He's he's from the same region, and he always he's always been open Trump supporter and whatnot. And that is the only other person I've ever seen ever in the Smash community that says, "Hey, I'm conservative. I don't care if you like it or not." And um, I didn't even know. Like I, you know, I was just voicing my opinions, and somehow we just kind of just collided. I saw, oh, it was it was an online tournament, and um, he said or his uh, tag had like Trump 2020 and I was like I was wondering you know I thought he was trolling because I was like no one does that and I talked to him and I was like wow <laughs> you're actually pretty open about that and and people have like kicked him from netplay um servers before because <laughs> they're like you can't be political here and he's like his like rebuttal was like well what about the person that has black lives matter like that's kind of political as well but you know, people aren't gonna really say that, but it, it's honestly a political movement. I don't, I don't really care what you have to say about that. It, it mm-hmm. is, you know what I mean. But um, yeah, it's being open about your opinions. Um, yeah, I got, I got destroyed. The whole community destroyed me most because not everyone, right? There's always gonna be a couple, like, hmm, you know, those fence sitters. I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll see what he says more. I don't know. I. I know this guy, you know, I've met this guy in tournaments. It, he seems pretty nice. I, and they'll message me directly and be like, hmm, so, well, what's your actual opinion? You know, and those are fair people. Sure, they don't want to, you know, they don't want to say it like on a tweet reply, but they'll message me. And I'm like, all right, I'll give you my opinion. You're going to be respectful. I'll give you a reply as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's, um, it's a dog eat dog world. If you, if you go full, um, super radical left and you, um, go full swing and you make one mistake good luck they're gonna eat you up and that's how it is there's there is no forgiving and you have to get on your hands and knees and beg and hopefully they're okay and hopefully they don't shun you for um everything else right so it's kind of like you're you're walking on thin ice all the time and you got to make sure you got to keep up with them too it's like okay how far left do i have to push it this time or how extreme because it, it's really just they're they're so extreme it's crazy like um mm-hmm. it's just yeah but um 
so yeah, my, you said my take on that like that. So you said that you were getting a lot of hate mail and a lot of attacks yes. and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. What were the biggest attacks that you've been subject to? Um, my faith. They said really. Yeah, it's wow. actually very surprising. Yeah, you would think it's political, but no, it's, um, it's uh, they were saying, yeah, you know, um, I hate you. God's not real. Blah blah blah. Yeah, they say they say that a lot. I get a lot of that's the most um, common, <laughs> common uh, hate mail I get. It's mostly about that's actually surprising. Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. It yeah, it's a little. It was a little interesting. Like, I could understand it, but I was like, "Oh, I thought they would attack me on something else more than, than right, that." Right. No, it's usually that. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> usually, you hear like racist or you know whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah I haven't. I haven't been called a racist yet. So really, uh, that's pretty good. Yeah, you're open for Trump, right? and they haven't called you a racist. Yeah, that they is haven't insane. Me a racist yet. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I'll give them credit for that. <laughs> that's funny. I called me racist yet. I see. I don't know. Smash Twitter is pretty gross. It's a pretty gross place, in my opinion. I think there's <laughs> just I hate again the the word toxic is so overused, but like it's the best yeah. word to describe it is it's just very uh, mean. And I and I feel like <laughs> a big problem again that's not really talked a whole lot in the Smash community because I feel like nobody really wants to speak out against it is uh, a bullying problem. I think mm-hmm. there's a huge bullying problem in the Smash community, um, not just online but also offline at least in like the scene that i've been in i've seen you know people get bullied by other players um you know players that usually do really well in tournament sometimes people people like shit on them because they're doing so well which is pretty crazy i don't know why you would you'd use that's my perspective anyway i don't know about you or anywhere else but um i've always had the mindset of like why would you be shitty to like your top player when you could use his that player to like get better yourself, you know what I mean? It's yes. it's it's weird. Um, but I feel like online at least, like there is a huge bullying problem um, that I would honestly love to see like top players, like top players, like you know the hungry boxes and the mangoes and stuff to like speak out on and be like, hey, like you know, so, so just because someone tweets something, like you shouldn't go to their comments and just attack them, or you know, in your case, you know, attacking you for being a Christian. Or whatever, like I don't know. I feel like if I had a platform like that, that's what I would do. Is I would speak out against that and be like, "Hey, like this isn't right. We need to like do better as a community." Yeah, that's a um, that's a good point actually. But um, going back on what you said earlier, like a reference is a lot of these top players. Even if, like, let's say one of them happened to agree with my point of views, they're not going to ever like any of my tweets or retweet. And they're definitely never going to speak out because first thing, the mob's going to attack them. They're going to tag their sponsor. Have you seen that before? Yes. Tag their sponsors. Like, are you joking? You know, that's literally their livelihood you're putting on there. Like, they're they're literally just playing video games. They're not they're not going out around beating up people or killing people. They're just they happen to disagree with you. So anything they disagree with you on, they're like, oh, hold on and blah 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 you did this and then tag the sponsor that's the first thing they go after and it, it's 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 toxic and it's an anonymous account obviously right it's gonna be anonymous guy one two three four and he's like well you know i can't believe um you know you're so hateful hey cloud nine are you you know are you reading this and then you know they're gonna 
what, what do you think cloud Nine's going to have to do if it's it's bad you know, pr a lot of people yeah exactly and it's it's just going to be they're going to have to look at it you know they're, they have a pr team if you're going to have something that professional you can be like okay i guess we got to make a response for this player and the 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 thing is too the um these sponsors they don't have any backbone either you can be like let's say let's say i didn't have any controversy and i wasn't openly political or anything and i happened to retweet something that trump said and i wasn't really thinking about it at the time because i've been so closeted about it mm -hmm. closeted about it and i happened to retweet it and i didn't really realize it and then people start attacking me they're like what i can't you know i can't believe cloud nine that you have a rookie you know supporting a racist uh, president or something like that it goes my whole career and i'm done now i have to apologize and hopefully i keep my sponsorship right mm -hmm. so i definitely can't depend on any of the top heads ever to try to make a statement like that unless they're unless it's like old school mango where he really didn't care about what he wanted to say. I feel like now he's filtered so much that I feel like it's not even his own opinion. Like he doesn't even say his own opinion. And it's not even me trying to bow, bad mouth Mango. I just think he's just, uh, he he's stuck. He's like, well, I can't really say exactly what I think. Like he'll say some nonsense, but not nothing controversial, right? He won't say anything like that. He'll just be like, Oh, you know, you're such you're such a coward. You don't approach, blah blah blah. But it's just that's smack talk. That's not anything like. I don't know why you guys are you know hate Trump so much. He's never gonna say something like that, right? Or have an open discussion about that. But I mean, that doesn't even sound like Mangle. But I'm just you know I'm just giving an example. Like he would never speak out like that or HBox. Or if they agree, they just stay silent. You know, they'll just. Okay, I'm just gonna keep to myself because I don't want to. I don't want to lose the sponsorship, and there goes my livelihood. So right, that, that's, that's like really career ridiculous. suicide, right? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, you know, it's kind of funny is that you mentioned that is. Uh, I remember in like 2016 when the 2016 election was happening. You know, Mango is like the USA guy, right? Exactly. So I was trying to think. I, he never said anything, but I was like, does this guy support Trump? And I remember he was on stream once, and he goes. Uh, I'm just not informed enough. I'm not going to vote. I'm not informed enough. Okay. I don't want to do that kind of thing, right? Sure. So sure. recently when he came out and was, you know, making, he made a lot of tweets about Joe Biden. Like, hell yeah, yeah like, blah, blah, blah. That makes me think that, um, I'm not even <laughs> sure if he still has an opinion. He might have. I don't want to speak, you know, for exactly. him. But I think a big part of it is who you're around, right? So if, but what Mango said in 2016 is, He's a low-information voter. And I'm not saying that is a mean thing. It just means okay. he doesn't have enough information yep. to vote, right? Um, and I think when you are a low-info voter or a low-information, you know, political, you know, with politics, uh, who you're around can influence and mold your opinions, right? So, like, if you go to school, right, you're a high schooler or you're in college or whatever, right, and you don't have yep. a political opinion, really, nothing strong, nothing solid, you don't really care, but all your friends and your, you know, your peers and everybody are super, you know, say left-leaning, right? And they're all like Bernie bros or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. um, and they're, you know, shitting on conservatives, attacking people, blah, blah, blah. Um, and it's kind of the thing to be on the left, right? It's like a trendy yeah, kind of thing. It's a trend. It's a trend. Exactly. Yeah. So then you're more likely to go into that because why would you, if you don't care, why isolate yourself and go the other direction? You're going to go with your peers and your friends and all that, right? 
And then I think over time you start, you know, getting the, you know, the Bernie stuff or whatever, Joe Biden, you learn more about it. And then it kind of like leans you in that direction. But you never looked at the other side because why would you? Because if you go on the other side, you're isolating yourself. I think I think there's a lot of social pressure when it comes to politics a lot. And no one really mentions it. Yeah. um, Yeah. The the easiest example is um, if I were to wear a Trump, um, you know, make America MAGA cap and I was to walk around, there's there's a great chance there's going to be some kind of altercation, even physical, even get my my car keyed because they see me go inside a store and they're like, oh, that's a MAGA, you know, that's a MAGA supporter. Nah, he's racist gonna mm-hmm. key his car and i'm not even trying to say that as like uh, i i haven't um walked around with a maga cap i don't have one but it would have been like i i just never bought one it's not like oh i'm too scared to support her and i just never went out of my way to buy one but um obviously everyone knows i'm openly supportive for you know conservative views and i i, I like trump he he lies a lot that's true but he gets the job done at the end of the day and that's what what I really admire about him. He's a hard worker. You know, he's a businessman. He's really old, but he, he's, um, his work ethic is better than a lot of 20 year olds. Like the guy does not stop moving. You know what I mean? So it's kind of hard not to appreciate his work ethic at the very least. I remember he described his body as like a battery or something like that <laughs> in like an interview. Like, oh, did yeah. And, uh, I don't know how that guy does it. Cause I was reading like his day is like, he wakes up at like, five or six a.m. Yeah. and then like <laughs> stays up to like two and like how like you're president of the united states how can you do that that's insane yeah. i would be crashing like i have no idea like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't get it either but um yeah it it is a social pressure because oh all my friends think it's cool to like joe biden of course i like joe biden right it's like i'm just trying to fit in and people that are ostracized already and they don't feel like they fit in they want to fit in you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'll yeah, I'll go left. I don't care, right? I I don't even know what politics is, but yeah, I'll support that too. And without being political, I would still speak up. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even have to be polit. This is just I could go on like on faith alone and still speak out in the Smash community because I didn't get political until like two years ago. I was completely um, low voter information as well. You know what I mean? That kind of um, voter as well because i didn't know any i didn't care about politics until trump affected my life directly with something some stuff he passed and i was like well you know he kind of helped me out so i i should probably look into him because everyone's calling him like a bad person and i looked into him uh what did he pass what did he do um well um he he raised or he like lowered taxes and lowered like gas prices as well so I mean, you know, just little things like that. You know, she picked it up. Yeah, exactly. Because I was like, man, I was like, these gas prices are a lot better than Obama. Right. Yeah. Obama, I was like, man, this, I I can't live with the car. I got to get a bike or something. Especially (laughs) if you lived in California at the time. The gas prices were like $5 a gallon almost. And that is insane. Like, how are you supposed to live like that? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so, you know, he did something that affected me. And I was like, well, I kind of want to look into this guy. Is he racist? Is he, you know, misogynistic? I, I want to see. I want to actually look into him rather than hearing, oh, he's a racist, you know, from literally everybody. 
at the time I didn't hear someone say something good about Trump. So I was like, eh, you know, that's not that's not how my mom raised me. She said, always think for yourself. Don't follow the pack. You know, um, do your own research and critically think. So that's what I did, and that's where I'm at right now. Uh, yeah. I the thing about the gas is uh, I've always felt kind of lucky because I live in Alaska and we have oil. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. I didn't suffer as much as you guys, but uh, I yeah. definitely saw uh, the posts and stuff. Uh, so do you feel like, you know, with the community's kind of bias towards the left and attacking conservatism stuff, since you came out uh, as an open conservative and Christian, do you feel like tournament organizers were ever biased against you or ever had like uh, any, anything in like that realm? Before or after? After. Well, okay, let's say before and after. So, like, what, did you okay. feel a difference? Before, no. Because I didn't really express, like, blatantly say, hey, everyone, you know, um, like, all, most of my tweets now are just, like, trying to be supportive for people that that are too afraid to speak out. Like, hey, if you're, if you're Christian, you know, it's okay to be Christian. You know, just because other people might hate you or shame you, you know, it's, you know, countries founded on christianity it's okay <laughs> and um but uh performance like uh tournament wise no not really like, like i said i wasn't really open about it people kind of knew from word of mouth just because oh i yeah he's yeah he's you know he believes in god whatever and the thing is though i never had any problems with anyone any gay people didn't care you know obviously most mostly peach players because that's the stereotype right and gay gay people play peach it i mean it's, it's kind of weird how that does work because it, it that's really what it is that mm -hmm. most of the time right the stereotypes actually true and um even uh trans people um met a lot of trans people and i i don't care it's like how good are you behind the sticks i don't really care who you are you know what i mean it's like let's just play i just want to see how good are you because that's that's really what melee is about or any kind of um video game um like demographic it's like okay how good is this player you know that's really what it's if, if you're a competitor that's all you're thinking about i don't care if your hair is blue i don't care if you're openly you know um for trump or openly for biden it's like okay but how good are you at edge guarding how good's your neutral game because that's how i always um kind of I guess judged people that'd be the only time i judged them it's like okay how good is this individual and uh, hopefully you know try let's get some good practice in or whatnot uh, but um, i think that's why you've kind of seen a lot of success with like a low tier lower mid-tier character whatever you want to call it right is because <laughs> yeah because you know you do have passion for the game and i feel like a lot of people um i feel like for a, a like a majority of people uh, from what I've seen anyways from like tweets and stuff is like people don't enjoy playing their games they bitch so much yeah. um, and I think a big part of it is that from what I've seen in like my scene too is like uh, there's a lot of people that come and go to tournaments for the community you know the social aspect that's like yeah. bigger than the game for them and uh, I think that's the difference between becoming like a really good player and you know just staying you know in your locals getting fifth or whatever you know yes um, that is a big big thing i also met some um some locals from my area as well and um that was like two of them said that and it's like oh well i just love the tournament i don't even care if i do that well i just like being around the people and you know that's fine if you want to play casually no one's gonna you know 
shame you for oh you casual you filthy casual right <laughs> like that's the melee meme right you have to be elitist meleeist <laughs> you filthy casual get away from me i'm practicing tech skill right like go talk with go talk with your friends over there ah, these Probably casual trump supporters <laughs> yeah exactly that i mean that's what it is and i don't think there's anything wrong with that it's just um if you're trying to be competitive just just don't don't be a hypocrite. You know what I mean? Don't don't go to tournaments to talk with people. Be like, yeah, I'm here for the community, blah, blah, blah. Cool. But you're here with the community when you enter the tournament. That's all you have to do. You don't have to say one word. If your name is in the bracket, you're part of the community and you're doing a good job. And the people that – and some of those people too, they'll go to tournaments, not care about how they do. They don't practice that much. They're just there. Oh, yeah, I know this is purple. Yeah, they're cool. And then they'll – They'll complain, and it's like, <laughs> what? What do you expect, right? Like, I don't, I don't know what you expect. Did you expect to get better, not practicing and not taking it seriously? Your results—they're gonna be flawed, obviously, every time. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, it's it's a, more of a social thing, like I said. Yeah, just like um, people are flocking to Twitter right now because everyone, you know, can't have like real life tournaments right now so their social circle is on twitter and that's really where that's where it's come to for those kind of people that go for the community now they're on twitter so that's how it is speaking of not having tournaments in person um the whole slippy fiasco is pretty sad <laughs> um, yeah you kind of want to you want to explain that to people listening that don't know a lot about what that what's been going on with the nintendo and big house and all that Yes, so um, there was um, a big tournament called, um, it's annual, it's called the Big House. Uh, Nintendo issued, um, what, did they issue something to uh, a cease and desist. Uh, guy? Yeah, they, yeah, no, they issued, yeah, a cease and desist, but was it to Juggle Guy? That was the statement from Nintendo, <clears throat> or did Juggle Guy write that? Um, he wrote the statement. Uh, I believe yeah, okay, he got okay. a cease and desist from Nintendo on the big house. I don't think it was on him specifically, but... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they probably messaged him because he's the big... Yeah, CEO yeah, 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 most likely. Okay. Yeah, so um, big house as a whole, they got a cease and desist from Nintendo saying, hey, you can't stream this, actually. It's not... You know, it's not a vanilla version, meaning it's not the original version on a console. It's, you know, it's emulation or whatever you want to call it because it's on um, Slippy or, um, yeah, Slippy's the software to, to emulate Melee. And uh, they didn't agree with that and they shut down Big House. And um, could they not shut down um, Summit? Was there a problem with that? I don't think they tried. Okay. From what I could see. I wonder why it was just... I didn't understand that. I mean, I guess Big House, they would have more people playing. Because Summit's obviously mm -hmm. just invited players or qualified players. So, yeah. So, Nintendo basically shut down the Big House, which is a crazy huge tournament um, annually for Melee. And they, on, they had sponsored online, it and stuff, too, in the past. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And Nintendo, um, I remember when they sponsored it because there were um, a couple spokespersons at the tournament. Um, the only big house I went to was Big House 7. And um, yeah, <laughs> a couple spokespeople were there. There was uh, two Nintendo um, people just interviewing, you know, just random people getting their take on it. So that was very interesting because it's not like we can have tournaments right now, right? So, I, But I'm not surprised because there was... Um, 
2013 when um, uh, Melee had a slot to get into Evo and um, we raised enough money we beat out um, Skullgirls and uh, I forgot the other opposing game that was near the top list I think Super Turbo, uh, Street Fighter 2 and um, Nintendo you know, they wanted to shut us down the community um, broke out and they just kind of voiced their opinion Backlash was fast they, the Nintendo had a response within like I think like 12 hours or something like that they were like, okay, you, you do your thing you know, okay, we're we don't want <laughs> we don't want no problems, and that was that was actually amazing. Um, so shout out to the community for speaking up on that. And, yeah, that's uh, incredible. The backlash actually worked. Fortunately, this time it did not. <laughs> so far, <laughs> so far, that's true. When, when when was it supposed to actually even be held? Um, I'm not I'm not entirely sure, but yeah. it was soon. I know uh, the weekend it happened, the cease and desist was like. The weekend of summit i think and everyone yeah. was freaked out because they were like i think i should have uh, that tournament i don't know nintendo's kind of like the mafia where they're like you know <laughs> this is our message right we're gonna shut down big house and it's like every other future tournament like be paranoid kind of you know exactly um, also i i didn't really agree with people like obviously they're trying to you know spread the hashtag free melee and whatnot sure that's fine you know um, I didn't agree with people like the PR campaign of Nintendo. They'll post something, and then they'll just uh, sure they'll say free melee. Sure, that's fine. I I agree. That's okay. But then there'll be those crazy people. Nintendo sucks, and it's like you know insert curse word here. You're trash. And um, it was just like eh, that, that. You don't really need to do that. Like just you know spread the hashtag. That's that's more than enough. But now you're they're looking at our community like. Oh my gosh, what are these people, right? I, yeah. I feel like the little voices could affect the big community. So that's that's why I was like, man, these they need to relax. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um yeah, unfortunately, yeah, nothing's happened so far. They I mean Nintendo had a response, right, but they still didn't say that they were for it. Mm-hmm. You know, what surprises me is that they shut down the tournament. I'm surprised they haven't like cease and desisted Slippy itself. Yeah, that's one thing that I thought about, and I was like, "Man, that's why hasn't that happened yet?" It just seems like something they would do, you know, with them like you know shutting down PM and you know all those fan mods, Pokemon fan mods or whatever. Yeah, that that is true. I'm I'm not sure the legality of it. I'm not sure what they could possibly do. I mean, they could probably just outright just say if you're streaming Slippy and we catch you, then. We're gonna, you know, serve you or something like that. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure how they would tell sometimes because, like, what if you just have a good quality stream and, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, obviously you can tell it's unranked, right? You right. can tell that. So I guess that's the biggest thing. It's like, oh well, yeah, this is unranked. You can tell by like the menu layout and all <laughs> yeah, that exactly. stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess so. I guess you could definitely tell them. I don't think it's far fetched though if they ended up uh, setting a season to slip. Uh, cease and desist to the slippy developers um because something happened kind of similar to that a few years ago um with rockstar games uh there was a pro there's a program called open four and that's like a, a modding software for like grand theft auto and like you know the rockstar games yes and uh the but the thing about it is you can't use that program to mod online and that's what they were concerned about so they sent a cease and desist to that program and that's like the program like everybody used and they, like, hmm. shut it down, and I remember uh, when you tried to open it, and you're connected to the internet, they, like, had a new update you had to download, and it just, like, blocked the software. So yes. they, like, shut it down. So I could see something similar 
like that happening with Slippy, where it's like, you know, this needs to stop right away. Because oh. I, I don't know, like, why like why are you shutting down these tournaments? Why are you, like, if you're Nintendo, why aren't you going straight to the source and just shutting it down there? I feel like that's the yeah. easier solution. Like, you have the lawyers to do it. Like, come on. Yeah, that that's a good question. I don't I don't know. I don't even know what their plan is. Like, why did they shut down just that? Was it just that single tournament? Was there any I other? I think it was. Tournament? Yeah. Yeah. Was like, what, why was it just the big house? That was kind of strange. Maybe, maybe it's because they've had Nintendo's name on like the series before. I, I, have, I have no idea. It's a, maybe it's a, it's a shot in the dark. I, I, that's beyond us, you know. Yeah, yeah. I I would have to like look into Nintendo's thinking process. Like, what are you guys? even trying to do like was that it was that just a one and one and done like are they not come, ever going to respond back you know what i mean like, it's, cr- it's crazy how understand. like how many old school practices they have like they're so behind with the times like like i don't know i feel like as a pr you'd be like why would you just leave this tournament alone you're in the middle of a pandemic you know i feel like that's like like if you're gonna like fuck with slippy or whatever, do it after you know like no. i don't know that's just like effectively killing a community which is maybe what they want who knows? Maybe. I mean, um, Nintendo, I'm pretty sure they saw all the, um, basically the, what's it, the uh, cancel cancel culture month or whatever, which was, what, what was that? <laughs> that's, um, a, that's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> cancel culture month. I'll just say that. I think it was, that was like June, whole month. June, July or one of those two. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah it, was, yeah. it was June, July. Yeah. Around that time. And it was just... It was just a whole month of all these stories coming out, right? Wild accusations or true stories. You know, I don't like to just read one side. Bless you. I don't like to read one side of the story and just say, yeah, that's 100% true, right? Like, you have to kind of like, okay, well, we should probably hear the other person's take on this. Or unless they have evidence or something like that, then it's like, oh, okay, well. But still should hear the other side. I feel like, you know, it should still be like, I know we're not in court, but you know innocent until proven guilty you, you shouldn't just 100 percent just like let's say you know wild accusation from a top player there's gonna be thousands of people like yeah this person sucks or and, you know and just attack them too without even getting their own opinion on the thoughts and, and just following them blindly so i feel like nintendo definitely saw that there's no way they didn't see any of that yeah and um i remember they maybe, made a statement about it i think they yeah, were, I, yeah. I, I think so too um, I think that was, I mean, I still don't know because it was one tournament. I don't, I honestly don't know what they're doing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have no idea. I don't know what they're going to do in the future. I don't know if they're going to leave us alone now because all of this backlash, who knows? You should Not go, sure. uh, work for Nintendo, like an insider and like figure this stuff out and like <laughs> leak it out to us. Right. You should do that. If you do that and then, uh, come on this show and then you tell yeah. it to everybody else. All right. Yeah. So everyone will come to this show. All right. <laughs> Oh my god! There has to be someone in the community, someone kind of working for Nintendo, right? Like there has to be a little person. Like, yeah, I'm kind of, you know, I'm low level Nintendo employee, but they're probably under contract or something. They probably yeah, I guess so. They can't. Yeah, they'll be legally um, (laughs) in trouble for that. So I guess that's true. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, talk about the cancel culture month or whatever you called it. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that's always a tricky situation to talk about because I kind of have the same opinion you do where. Yeah, you have to be careful how you say this because it, it, the people will take it out of context and they'll say you're just victim yes. shaming or like whatever, right? <laughs> I'm not saying you shouldn't believe victims, okay? But I think that you need to delay uh, 
the conclusion until you get more information. Because, you know, when it all started with, like, the ultimate community, like, the first few that happened with, like, Senpai and Pape or whatever, that's how it yes. started. Yes. Like, that was obviously legitimate, right? Yeah. And it was really unfortunate, and that should never happen. But I feel like it kind of started a train where people, like, people were able to, like, see how much attention it was getting, or at least the first few, and was like, I can capitalize on this. Because you get instant, like, cl instant clout points. Yep. And it helps yep. your brand on the internet. And yep. it's really unfortunate and kind of sick. It is sick that people would, you know, tar like accuse people and tarnish their reputations or their careers just for, like, internet points. That's, it's crazy to me. Um, and it's really, really, really unfortunate that people would do that. Like, the whole Mewtwo King thing, you, did you hear about that? I didn't really... Like, I heard certain things about it. I didn't really, like, watch his video and stuff, but I got the gist of it, and he was basically him, like, he had to apologize, right? Like, about, um... So, what, what was it, exactly? Um, I don't want to... Uh, yeah, so, uh, what happened was, uh, someone, I don't remember who, accused him of, like, sexual assault, and, uh, he had to come out on video, and I'm assuming he did it because, you know, like, that's his career, it's his livelihood... He's not in the Smash community. He's, you know, like, what yeah. else does he have, you know? Uh, his career is pretty much streaming. So he came out and he had to say on camera in front of the world that he has a sexual dysfunction, a botched <sighs> circumcision. So the sexual assault accusation is literally impossible. Like, he would not be able to do that because of his medical condition. And he, uh, he, he, you could tell, like, on the video, like, when he's talking about it, you just see it on his face. Like, how, like, distraught he is that he has to tell everybody, like, his deepest, darkest secret. Something that he didn't want anybody to know. But he was... But the person who accused him and lied forced him in that situation to hey, be like, hey, pretty much, like, reveal your darkest secret or your career's done. Like, your whole livelihood's gone. And yep. that's, like, the darkest thing that you could do to someone. And it's so, so fucked up. And it goes beyond that. There were a ton of accusations that were proven false. And it's because, you know, when you come out and say, you know, accuse someone with this kind of thing, um, people don't think twice, right? They no. come in, they comment, they say how sorry they are, they, you know, you get bombarded with likes, you get all this attention, and, <laughs> you know, those, the dopamine goes off in your brain, and, yeah. It's, 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 it's not pretty. It's pretty sad. Yeah, um, that's exactly it. Like, let's say, um... You know, I'm always I'm always a skeptic, man. Like I don't really like <laughs> believing people 100% all the time. I'm just like, hmm, we'll, we'll see, right? Well, your character will reveal who you are later on, basically. So like, let's see, whatever you're saying right now, eh, we'll see if it's consistent, right? Because if you're a liar, you can't, you're not gonna be able to be consistent all the time, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't know Meets King personally. I mean, he's probably, I mean, <sighs> is stating something like that. I mean, he, maybe he is lying. There's a little chance he is lying, right? And he's just, he, he, this is all he can do, honestly. Like, let's be honest. I don't see Meets King working at a McDonald's or something like that. And nothing against his character. I just don't think he would be able to function that well in that kind of environment. And, um, you know, really, video games is for him. Like, this is probably one of the best things he could do. He I think it is for a lot of people, too, not just him. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Exactly. People are, like, you know, have the power to just, like, take that away. And I think that's messed up. Yeah, with one tweet. That's all it is. Just one tweet and you're done. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I always try to tell people as well, like we said earlier, you know, Twitter is not real life. 
you go outside and you talk to someone about Trump, they'd be like, I don't even know, man. Like, I don't, I'm not even into politics. You talk to someone down the street, I don't know, man. Like, you know, the, unless they're an older generation and they're, you know, they watch mainstream media or something like that. But you talk to the average person, they'd be like, oh, I, I'm not sure. Unless they're on Twitter, right? Like, because Twitter is actually a different world. It, it's actual different world. Like it's it's a bizarre world. I feel like, and that's, that's what it feels like to me. <laughs> yeah, I've always been one of those people that has like just pretty much like all social media, like Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook, Snapchat, all that stuff. And like I, they yeah, always yeah, say, sure. they always say like uh, social media always like makes you feel worse about yourself, right? You hear that <laughs> all the time. And I didn't really get the full thing, right? It was more of like a subliminal thing until I got on Twitter and I saw it was mm -hmm. on there. That app literally makes me depressed sometimes. Like you just read some <laughs> stupid shit and you're like, oh my. God, like someone actually like press send tweet on that, like holy shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's the thing about anonymity too. Is um, you can hit you can hit send tweet with all the crazy things you want to say with no backlash because you have no profile picture or it's a anime profile picture, no name or anything like that. So you are not tied to anything, and you have the right to speak your own opinion. I wish people that were against of you know popular um think tanks in the community they would come out and say stuff too but it, it does happen obviously it does have, like the little the little um accounts that have like five followers and you know they made this to probably speak out but not the average person like let's say um like your local your local gym or something right he doesn't come out and try to support the opposing view because like no you know i'm not even well known i don't want this kind of heat on my back already <laughs> yeah yeah it's always the the counts with like 10 followers that like stand up the most too <laughs> isn't that funny yeah yeah. It's, yeah it's it's actually sad though really <laughs> thinking about that oh i did find a, a tweet with mango I'll all right, all right. yeah yeah it. let's talk about that or do you want me to i don't know if you want they, me to like, you, you got it go it. for it Okay, so on November 4th, uh, Mango tweeted out, and I quote, Trump is like this imaginary thing in my life. I've never seen a Trump fan in my life. None of my friends or family like him. I don't follow anyone who supports him. He's just this mythical being that everyone hates. And then capital LMAO. And that surprised me because I didn't even know his... Um, political affiliation at the point at that point you know because like you said he doesn't really say anything political and he doesn't he doesn't he uh, keeps to himself or he doesn't have enough information and that's fine honestly you don't don't talk about something you don't know right? I, I respect that, that, people that are like that exactly there, there's nothing wrong with that and if you don't want to get political you don't have to but unfortunately now you kind of have to like either um, they're pushing towards you or you agree with them a lot and you kind of could just ride it either wave but depends on what uh which direction you want to go but he he uh tweeted that out and <laughs> i made a response to that and <laughs> i said this is a pretty lame tweet i hope the old mango sees this bro he would shake his head since he's for america if you actually spoke with other people outside of the left and then aka a majority of the smash community you know trump is more for america than you'd realize and obviously i got a lot of <laughs> yeah. a lot of flack for that but it did surprise me though like um i don't really know mango personally so you know i don't like to talk about characters if i don't know the person 
you know, I can only go on with what they've done, and that's about it. But um, I feel like the old Mango, like literally old school Mango, like right um, when he was done playing with Puff, starting with Fox Falco, I think he'd be all for Trump. He, he, his baseline was like he was the American guy, right? Like, why would you not support literally Trump? And what, what do you think about when you go outside nowadays? You see a trucker with an American flag, no Trump sign, nothing. What do you think about? You think yeah, about Trump. Trump, yeah. You don't think about Biden. Why is that? <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I, I've never, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Yeah, I mean, the the left has made it pretty clear that uh, like American flags are like a hate symbol. So. And it's so interesting that they say they think that as a hate symbol, it's literally your own country, and you've turned it into a racist symbol, right? You mm -hmm. hate women symbol, and it's like, what is that? Like, I. I don't understand that kind of point of view. Well, it's kind of like uh, when it was Christopher Columbus Day or something. I saw a majority <laughs> of the Smash community and other people too, I guess, like outside yeah. of it too, saying like, you know, like fuck Christopher Columbus Day <laughs> and like like Christopher Columbus. I'm just like I'm like I'm lost in time. I'm like, why is yeah. everyone hating me, Christopher Columbus? I'm so fucking confused. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I don't know. It, it's really weird. And then you have obviously like you know trying to tear down monuments of rich old white guys that had uh, slaves. Yeah their words not mine so yeah i mean um i think george washington did have slaves and whatnot but yeah. it was honestly it was a different time let's be honest like you can't yeah. really but like who wrote the constitution that was pretty <clears throat> fair right like come on who wrote that right mm -hmm. i just don't and those people probably all had slaves but they still took into consideration every individual human being yeah. you know what i mean so i just don't I don't agree with slavery. What happened? But yeah, it's, it's definitely a, get... it was definitely wrong. Yeah. yeah, it's it's definitely universally wrong, right? No one says yeah, slavery was a great thing. <laughs> Maybe uh, Je Jesse Peterson, uh, Jesse uh, Jesse Lee Peterson, or yeah, Jesse Lee Peterson. I don't know what his name is, but he's a he's a black uh, conservative on YouTube, and <laughs> he makes some some wild claims. He's he's an old guy, but he he says slavery was good and stuff. And he, he's wow. funny, but I, yeah, he tries to rationalize it. I I listen I listen to it because I'm like, what is he gonna say to this? You know what I mean? But he would be the only person I'd say, oh yeah, slavery was good. Um, People are gonna clip yeah. that and take that out of context. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care what they clip out of context. context. You know, watch the context. You know what I mean? You got to see. That's the th that's the thing about context too. You can definitely clip anything out of context. You can say like three words that you know you then put it next to another clip that looks bad as well with another four words and then it just oh man this guy's such a hateful person and obviously no one's gonna be like well can i find the source for that <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like i've never been hated so much on twitter and people are like well i want to see a source you know like i don't believe this i want to see the full video or something like that but obviously no one wants to do the legwork they just Okay, yeah, I'll agree too. Yeah, this guy sucks, and then you know, instant likes. <laughs> yeah, and they kind of just um, build off of each other. It's it's interesting. Like, like likes little... are very powerful, surprisingly. They it's, are. It's, yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about. Like, you know, yeah, the dopamine goes off in your brain, and then you know, you're getting high off all these likes. You're yeah. Like, oh, dude, that, you know, you tweet some dumb shit, and then all of a sudden you got ten thousand likes, and you're like, oh man. You're like, I'm, I'm I fucking shit right now. 
It's kind of, it's, yeah. I don't know, it's kind of really, really bad. Yeah, because the people, what do they, what do they look at? Like, um, the things that are bumped up is the most liked tweets. And they yeah. just look at that, they agree with it. Oh, it has a thousand likes? Obviously, it's true. I don't need to do any footwork myself. I'll just agree with it because, you know, I don't have the time or I don't want to investigate this claim that this uh, individual made about this other person. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it was. Yeah, and, the thing about Twitter yeah. is I feel like it's just like negativity just thrives. It's really bizarre. I don't. I didn't realize people were so negative. I guess I don't. I don't even know. Like I, I don't know why negativity is just such a big thing. Like like you'll see like someone like tweet something and then you know there'll be a comment that you know is positive comment and has like two likes and then the dude that will respond to that and be like shut the fuck up idiot and that has ten likes. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like like I, yeah. I don't know. That's just um. Uh, I remember um listening to something with um it was a psychologist saying you know the negativity just basically just brings in more people like it like if you were to you know post on the news like headline saying um you know guy saved um 20 people um from a car crash or something like that um saved them and like there's a clip of him pulling them out of the car because they're like incapacitated or something like that um sure that'll get a lot of attention right yeah cool 20 guys and then opposed to literally you could just say this what you know um let's just make this uh we'll just make it political um white man guns down black man right and Mm -hmm. then that's when it's just one person you know one individual and you could make it race or not i'm just giving an an extreme example but uh, people will flock to that like moths to the flame because it's just it's so negative it's like shock shock value right what what do they call that like shock yeah um, i think that's right it's called shock shock when they they go over the yeah they go over the top the headline makes it a lot worse than what it actually is and um yeah they'll they'll like say like if they find out it's a trump supporter they'll say um (laughs) racist nazi guns down um innocent black men right like just changing around words like that that adds to the shock value and it's just it's insane because obviously that that article will get millions you know millions of hits and the other one will get like thousands and it'll it'll be pushed to the back because they're like no we need we need more traffic on the on the news page or more traffic on um on our tv channel or something like that so shock values um cnn specialty so watch out for that (laughs) i think for a lot of people um a lot of people don't recognize that things have like hidden agendas not to sound like a crazy conspiracy theorist but like you see it all the time (laughs) with like you know news articles most people don't actually read the article they just read the title or you know clickbait video titles or people just tweeting shit to get likes um like usually the the, a lot of people don't aren't able to like recognize that these kind of posts and videos and all that and articles are literally have an agenda behind them, whether it's to get likes or to get uh, financial gain, you know, from the amount of clicks on an article. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I, I feel like more people need to be um, skeptical of, like, what people are trying to do. Because I feel like everyone is kind of just, like, uh, too... Not, not forgiving, but, like, too... Um, I, I, People are bad, are bad at detecting lying, is what I'm saying nowadays. I feel like everyone is always like automatically assumes 
that the person telling them something is always going to tell the truth. Hmm. Does that make sense? No, yeah. yeah um, uh, I definitely agree with that. I mean, I've even, um, I'll admit, like, I've liked an article that had a bias on it, but then it meant, like, the complete opposite when you actually read the article. Yeah, I've done that, and too. And I was like... I was like, okay, well, that's my fault. Right? I didn't look at the article actually. I just saw the title, and I mean, everyone, everyone's probably done it, honestly, to some extent. And then they'll like retract their like, or they're like, oh, whoops, well, sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it, it does happen. But for it to happen so like naturally and commonly, that is a problem. You know what I mean? And people don't really check. Like, okay, yeah, this is bias, sure. Like, let's say you're a leftist individual, but, like, if it sounds fishy at all, you should probably investigate it, even if if, if it's a claim towards you. Like, I've seen s- stuff for Trump, and I'm like, mm, I mean, I don't know. I'll look at it myself, right? Like, I don't – I'm not a blind follower. Like, um, yeah, all for Trump. Like, yeah, I, I like the guy, but I'm going to do my own research as well. I don't like to just 100% just – um follow you know follow the flock like we were talking about earlier with you know celebrity culture right like um all the people just following them blindly without having their own kind of opinion or skepticism so yeah yeah that's it and i think a big part of it is people like echo chambers it's a comforting thing to know that your opinion is shared with others that your opinion's not wrong and i mean like like you go to r slash politics and that is an echo chamber that place is is it awful when you're when we're done with this you should go on there it is absolutely absolutely terrible every Uh, single news source is literally bad (laughs) like (laughs) you know what i'm talking about because you see the articles all the time but um but but r slash politics is an echo chamber and Hmm. all of the comments on all these articles are all extremely negative it's very, very much like Twitter. It's just like the when, when did the internet become such like a negative place? Because because I feel like when I was younger and I was on the internet, it wasn't this bad, you know? No, and it wasn't. It's I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, I I I don't think it was that bad. I think um, just I think over time, um, people have really thought about how much power they have behind a keyboard whether they're representing themselves or being anonymous. So they kind of just, I can say whatever without any backlash. No one knows who I am, you know, if they're anonymous or they know who I am, but this is a popular opinion. More people are gonna, 80% of people are gonna agree with me. 20% are gonna disagree, but other people will just blow them up instead of me needing to respond, right? And um, I think that play, I think it plays more of just um, politics really it's really about the left versus the right. And I don't know why, um, I, like I said, I've only gotten politics like maybe two years ago. So I don't know what, um, actual leftists look like before how radical they are now. Like libertarians, like, um, like I've, I've watched, uh, what's it called? The first, um, first debate. It was, uh, who is it? JFK versus uh, Nixon. Mm-hmm. Why were they so formal with each other? Why were they showing respect? They're actually congratulating each like re- referencing. Yeah. Um, what Nixon said um, earlier, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just um, kind of um, thank them and also just have, um, you know, just uh, 
a common tone like okay we disagree on things but we can be civil about it right like there is no more civil debates when it comes to the left and the right um either the rights in their echo chamber or the left most uh, i'm not trying to be biased but it's mostly the left that's in their echo chamber right tries to be more open that's that's just honestly how it is and you, you know you could try to prove me wrong but if we were to you know take out polls and we were to go around the world people will probably be like yeah probably the left that's stuck in their echo chambers yeah and um unfortunately when i post tweets and stuff i don't have an echo chamber <laughs> there is no there, there's a couple of followers that do tweet out and support me i appreciate them but i don't have an echo chamber it's literally everyone that doesn't agree with me or no one responds to my tweet that's fine the whole point of a tweet is for someone to read it, right? That's or getting my thoughts out. That's all it is. It's not, oh man, come on, like my tweet, you know, retweet it. I I don't do shock shock value tweets either. I just say what's on my mind at the time. Or, man, why are people acting like this? Blah blah blah, you know, and whatnot. So yeah, I think times have changed, and um, left versus right is just it's just crazier than what it was before. And I think people can just think they can get away with so much more stuff that's why it's so negative i think that's why it is mm -hmm. man if there's some right-wing echo chambers you need to send me that way man because <laughs> i i never see anything man yeah you got you got all of donald trump's tweets and there's just hate you know yeah. you got uh, <laughs> ben shapiro's tweets just hate you know i i, 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 and I, I never see you know you don't see left people leftist people getting attacked by right people really on the internet at least you know yeah like it's pretty crazy to be honest and it feels like yeah I don't know. I feel like uh, right-wing people are sort of like, uh, I don't know, they're, they're, just, they're just silenced overall, and it's not a healthy way of, you know, opening, it's very closed-minded almost. It's never like, you know, it's not a good way to get discussion going or to learn more about one side, because I don't know what the mindset of just like knowing about one side is. Yeah. That's like, just like, kind of like, almost like, seeing what you want to see and just closing out the closing the blinds on you know what you don't want to see instead of seeing the whole picture so like yeah, i don't know it's a weird yeah that that's basically literally the equivalence of being like a lukewarm christian right you kind of just oh i kind of like what um you know god said right here in the bible but i don't like that part so i'm not going to follow that part that does not exist to me so it's exactly the same kind of um kind of thing in that regard yeah, human nature, exactly. I suppose. Huh? Human nature, I suppose. Yeah. yeah it, it, it beats me. But yeah, uh, right echo chamber, I guess, the closest thing would be like um, apps like maybe uh, Parler. But um, oh, I haven't yeah, used yeah. it too much. I haven't, I, I've been sure. hearing about it, but I don't know a lot about it. I just see that people are more open about being conservative. I don't know if it's an echo chamber yet because I haven't used it that much. So I can't really speak on that regard. But, um, yeah, that's the only thing I think about. Like, I don't even I don't know what else. I know there's, like, Unless websites, uh, like, the Donald.win is a site. It's kind of like a, it's like a Reddit, kind of. Cause yeah, did they close down the old Reddit or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. Why did they do that? Uh, I think it, don't quote me on this, but I think it was, like, white supremacy accusation. <laughs> yeah, funny, right? Yeah, it must have been. Obviously, it's legit. Obviously. But it was like the fastest growing subreddit. And they, it was like right before the 2016 election. And they just okay. like axed it. And it was like, mm. it was super controversial at the time. But they ended up making their own website. It looks literally just like Reddit. Um, 
and that's that's, ki- cool. that's kind of an echo chamber, I guess, because you know, yeah. Obviously, if like you're a leftist and you post in there, you get attacked or whatever. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it, it's it's rough. Uh, you mentioned earlier, like way earlier, that uh, you are also as well uh, for, like politics, but you're also open uh, Christian in the yes. Smash community, and that's the one thing that you probably get attacked for the most is what you said. Um, yeah, um, do you want to elaborate why? Like, why is that? Because that, uh, that surprised me. I was surprised, yeah. to be honest. I'll, um, I'll keep it plain and simple. Um, um, most of, not even most of the people, but um, not most of the people are, I'm not going to say, you know, gay, lesbian, trans, or mm. part of the LGBT community. But a lot of people, like um, like we've been talking about, there are... Um, like I would say maybe, you know, ballparking 70% of the Smash community are leftists, you know, and they they support, you know, gay, trans rights, and um, they um, they hated me off of a controversial I think I liked something that the tweet said uh, a man is a man and a woman is a woman. I think I liked it or I retweeted it. Um, and they found this like or retweet like uh, six months ago at the time. And I was like, what were you doing digging in all my stuff? But the funny thing about that is I understood it because this is when we were, I was actually campaigning for Summit. I was campaigning for Summit at the time. Um, this was uh, in, what was this? I don't know, March? I don't know when it was, March this year? It, it was it was earlier in the year, and um, I'd, I'd have to look at the tweets. I don't remember exactly when um, that summit was. But I was campaigning for summit. Um, I actually got kind of-ish far for the most part, but it was a blatant attack, like, to um, help their, you know, their um, player um, their campaign. make it over me. Exactly. So it was a personal attack, and they wanted to – it was convenient timing when <laughs> the campaign was you know underway so i was like no one's ever talked about anything of me being homophobic transphobic anything like that i've never even heard those words with my name attached to that so when when that happened um people were like saying oh is he's, he's a homophobe he's a transphobe and that's where um the uh falling of a rookie on twitter and all that started really it, from campaigning on for summit and so that's really what it was you tell me you were in an election and people dug up old <laughs> dirt on you wow crazy yeah, it's yeah it was unfortunate I was like, <laughs> oh, okay you got me right <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay man. yeah sorry for um agreeing with my faith right like, it's I- not like i tweeted something out either i just liked someone else's as well make sure i agree with it right sure I don't think I retweeted it. Maybe I did. Don't um, don't quote me on that. Either way, I liked or retweeted something that said, "Biological man is always going to be a man, and vice versa." And if you're a Christian, you kind of have to believe in that. I'm sorry if you don't believe in that. You're a lukewarm Christian, and you're not an actual Christian, and that's fine too. But just don't say you're a Christian and try to bring scripture to me. You know what I mean? Don't don't do that. Don't be a hypocrite. You know what I mean? So. That's that's kind of what it was, and um, they they started with that, and they started attacking my faith, and um, they 
the biggest thing that started everything was that um, that like or retweet that I did um, six months prior to when they found that. And then um, someone someone fair, they're like, you know what? No, I don't. You know, I don't know if he's a homophobe or a transphobe. Let's get his opinion. So they tweeted out. They're like, well, what's your opinion on a trans person? And this is where it all started. My my reply to that is where all of this started. So that's basically what happened with that. And we go in detail, or um, it's up to you. Do you want me to? If, if you want, man, you keep going. You seem like okay. you need to get this off your chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I've I've explained it a lot in my stream too. Sure. I like to be open about it, and I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Okay, so um, they basically. Um, just a random individual, don't know who it was. They were like, okay, you know, let's be fair. Let's not call him all this first. Let's ask for his opinion. And I did think about it. I was like, all right, what can I, what can I tweet? Because I'm not trying to, I don't want to be mean. But um, there's no easy way to say things sometimes. And you have to be, um, you know, you have to give them the blunt truth sometimes. And I did. And my, my reply, um, don't quote me, um, I'm paraphrasing at the moment but it was basically um i don't agree or i do not respect a trans person's lifestyle um i have no problem with the person um individually or anything like that i don't i just can't respect someone that lives in a sinful lifestyle basically if you're living that lifestyle it's like you're living in sin 24 7 and um i don't respect it that doesn't mean i don't like you as a person you know what I mean? Like, I don't respect a lot of people for certain things, but that doesn't mean um, I hate them or I belittle them or I talk smack about them. That's literally gossiping, and you shouldn't do that. You know what I mean? If you're a Christian, you shouldn't gossip. Everyone knows that's a sin, and if you don't, now you know if you're listening. So um, basically, that's what I said. I said, I don't agree with – I don't respect their lifestyle. Um, I don't – I've had multiple um, – trans people interactions i've never had a problem anything like that. i don't i'm not scared you know what i mean to interact with them i'm not gonna be like oh no it's a trans person run away or oh my gosh you know and talk smack about them or anything like that um someone locally um uh i used to have uh individual friend named ali used to live in the pensacola area of florida and um what's it called uh yeah, he always helped me. Now he's trans, so, you know, can't I'm not going to say that pronoun. So, I'll just say Ali for now. So, Ali actually um always supported me and whatnot and just we we just we clicked, uh easy to talk to and whatnot. Um was was trans later on. Didn't know um Ali would ever go trans. Um just had a peculiar um called kind of i guess i don't know fashion statement sometimes but i just didn't you know i was like eh, maybe ali just likes to dress that way or whatnot so um after all that came out um pretty much ali disowned me as well and ali knows me my character and we were actually like pretty pretty close when uh, ali used to live here because ali um moved to cali um at the moment so they're in california but they know me for my character and they know I've never been hateful or anything like that. And they know I've always been very, um, very open with my faith. If someone asks me a question, I'm never going to shut off God that way. So, um, Ali kind of, um, betrayed me too 
on Twitter. Kind of heard accusations, just went along with it. And I was like, it's like, I don't need that. And the thing is, um, uh, Ali tried to like message me later on that day when I saw that or heard about that. And I was like, why do you act like everything's okay? Because they were asking for advice and stuff. But um, it's just kind of know, for public appearances. I'm sorry. Right? Is it, was that what it was? It was just kind of like they, they dropped you because of like just for like public appearances. So to I speak. don't know. That's a that's a great question. I you know like maybe maybe for some clout or something, but they um, Ellie never like messaged me individually and talked about it, right? So I don't kind of just like publicly shame me. And this is an uh, an individual that we went to multiple tournaments with. You know, mm-hmm. slept over um, Ali's house and. Um, vice versa you know just like for tournaments and whatnot and we practice partners no you know knows me for the most part like knows that i'm not like a complete scumbag so yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a scumbag just talking trash that's about scumbag because i like talking trash it's fun but um just competition wise not just you know in general and um and like that was an example of someone that was actually trans and they disowned me right away and um my my hate skyrocketed um from there just went from up from being a campaign um you know maybe a let you know uh maybe making it yeah to summit into being like the lowest of the low human being a transphobe homophobe and um everyone that kind of killed all your chances yeah that that that's when everyone like was in my dm saying you know oh god you know god's not real you know you know Mm -hmm. f god and stuff like that and um it just it just kept going and it kept going and um i actually i never never apologized for my views because that would be hypocritical of me and my faith um that's what i think and um because like I, I i i'm not gonna apologize it's like i'm apologizing for supporting god's views i'm sorry you're not important to me you're like no one's that important to me to where i would um stray away from god's path if you're a christian you know try to follow his path and no i'm not going to do that that's like saying so so rookie do you you know do you believe you know god's not real right come on you know apologize he's not real i'm not gonna say you know something stupid like that so i didn't apologize and off of that what i will say is i was banned from this was even before the other controversy which we will talk about after such a controversial Um, guy man (laughs) yeah oh man my comment yeah my comment hurt people man like it hurt a lot of people i don't intentionally try to ever hurt anyone i don't think that's Mm -hmm. you know that's not my intention but if it is against uh, my faith, I will speak out, or I will give you an honest opinion of what I think. And um, yeah, so I got I got a lot of hate, and um, it was it was tough. I fought them off though, for the most part. It, but it got to the point to where I would be on stream. Um, this was still when um, real life tournaments were a thing, <laughs> and. Uh, um, I was at I was on stream for what was it for CEO Dream uh, Dreamland yes number two that was uh, back in what was that uh, June 
May, May, June, maybe late June. I think it was, yeah, May or June. I think it was June, May, May, I don't know, May or June. Um, there was a Dreamland in, uh, CEO Dreamland. It was in um, Orlando, Florida. And I was on stage. It was my turn to play against uh, Keenan, a Marth player. And um, I was playing, and it was the first time it's ever happened to me. I've heard trash talk before. I don't care about trash talk. Like, natural, you suck, you know, beat this Mario Comes, comes with the territory. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm fine with that. But it was the first time in my career I've heard something like, um, like, just attacking my character. Like, you know, F this transphobe up. Like, they shouted that, and I was like... I was like, I was kind of like, that's the first time I actually got distracted. I was like, what? I was like, I'm just trying to play me. Like, I don't even <laughs> understand. But yeah, that one, that was the first time I was like, wow, they're, they still really hate me. And I, I read, um, I watched the VODs because after I heard that, I was like, man, I was like, wonder what they say about on Twitter. And then transphobe, 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 homophobe, transphobe, you know. Um, wow. Yeah, comments like that. And th that's just literally off of something I liked or tweeted, and I replied one time. And I also did say, um, I don't even know what trans rights is. And I was like, every human has human rights. I don't know what you're talking about. So I was actually, I didn't know what that was. And the people were like, see, he doesn't even know. You know, he's, he's, um, he he's ignorant of the situation. You know, you shouldn't give him flack. And I did ask, I was like, I don't really know what, like, can someone shoot me an article? I don't even know what that means. And then I guess they get discriminated against for, you know, housing and whatnot. But, I, I mean, I still agree. Human rights are human rights. There's no such thing as trans rights. It's just humans have rights. And, I mean, that's, I mean, that's what the Constitution implies, and that's what God implies as well. So they just line up that way. And I, that's what it was. I just liked and retweeted something that people didn't agree with and then i replied one time and that was it that was after that actually um i pushed back pretty good and i just stayed silent that was the first time i i would say i ever got bullied online that was the first time ever wow i've never yeah because i've never like i said i didn't i mean i didn't have any controversial opinions because i wasn't um like openly political because i was just like eh, i don't really care i just play melee whatever. that was like the first time you really like came out with like uh yeah like your opinions and stuff yeah your, your yeah, career I, must have like like look sounds like it took like a total shift like a 180 yeah, it, was, it was it was basically done at that point did you ever think uh when all that stuff was going on like 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 what am i even doing here like should i just quit playing like did you ever like yeah have that oh, kind of feeling for sure yeah yeah I, I that was that was the first thing i was like i'm not gonna lie i was i was pretty like upset and sad i was like man i was like i put like uh basically half of my life into this game like I, i've been playing since um late 2009 like uh, genesis like uh middle 2009 it's it's already been 11 years you know what i mean and i was playing like i explained to you my first tournament was like 2006 so i've been playing like for 14-ish years on and off, you know, so um, I'm 28 now, so I've literally, literally been playing for half of my life. Not all of it competitively, but, you know, in a sense, knowing the competitive nature. And when people started um, saying, oh my gosh, you know, uh, he's a transphobe, blah, 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 don't associate him. We banned you from Louisiana and stuff like that. They 
they banned me and um stuff like that i think that was no i think that was the other controversy which we'll talk about after but before the second controversy there was also um i got banned from two big tournaments that i like to enter <laughs> and it was funny because i would get top eights at these tournaments and sometimes i would win so um, they did not like that <laughs> i yeah the stream did not like that <laughs> you know what was funny there would be so like literally two people colliding people like man this mario's crazy and it's like well he's a transfer whatever he's like well that has nothing to do with his gameplay <laughs> which right. is true it's like uh you're just watching a screen i mean it's not like it's not like i'm literally hitler right like <laughs> playing on stream or something like that and it's not like it'd be different if i was um openly mocking trans people right right like and like consistently not just one time and just like you know mm -hmm. laying off the subject forever if right. i was just openly mocking them then it'd be like okay well that's yeah let's shame this guy or the, the problem is that they've tarnished they tarnished your reputation and put labels on you that yep. is not accurate like you, you are not a transphobic person you know um, yeah, you, you believe strongly in your religion and stuff like that, and obviously you have political opinions, but I don't know, I, I'm very against the labeling and putting people in these categories and stuff like that, when in reality it's completely inaccurate. Yeah, and I mean, let's be completely honest here, transphobic's not actual word, let's be honest. There's transphobic, let's break it down, right, trans and phobic. I am not, I don't have an irrational fear of trans people. And that's really what it is. The Merriam-Webster will say, oh, it's disrespecting these kind of people. Really? That's where phobic actually derives from now? That's I get, I get it. actually... It's kind of like how like, words just kind of like change over time, like slang almost. You know what I mean? Like that's how they're actually... using the word like as a majority is like is, a, is like racism against like trans people, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they're basically right. That's yeah. that's basically what that is in that. It's like what the I don't even I don't even mock people just to mock people. There's always gonna be a reason and it's more of me pushing back on what their opinion is. It's not like you suck mango and that's it. Right. Like one time Mango tweeted it's just a funny story. One time Mango tweeted out Sorry guys, I suck because he got depressed because he lost a close grand finals. I forgot what tournament. And like he like SD'd, he like sloppy and I was like yeah, I kind of agree. <laughs> you know, I was like, well, you're saying it. You said it yourself. And I was like, I kind of agree. You did suck right there. You know what I mean? I was like, it's. I don't care if it's an unpopular, unpopular opinion or not. And people attacked me. You know what I mean? For that, this is... <laughs> but you can't, you know, you can't say anything against the narrative. And that was the thing, too. I got labeled so early on um, that it never, I never recovered from it. And I'm still labeled that. But now it's I'm um I'm labeled that and my other controversy which we're gonna talk about after. Yeah. But um I yeah. mean you can go so, ahead you go ahead and get into it if you want. Yeah. So so, okay. so yeah, uh, so if you go to your Smash Wiki page, it's in big bold <laughs> letters. Uh it wasn't very hard to find when I was doing a little bit of reading on you sure. before we did this. Yeah. Uh Fine. so yeah, if you wanna go into it, I guess, since uh so yeah, your side I, of everything. I can read the Smash Wiki as well, just uh, a, all right. a portion of it. Narration <laughs> by a rookie here live. <laughs> all right, we'll um, we'll say what the controversy is, and then I'll rebuttal and say you know my thoughts as well. On sure. That. 
So, okay, so perfect. They have the date on here because obviously they're a stickler and they know my whole life. So <laughs> here it is. All right. On July, it's labeled, um, the, uh, the paragraphs labeled controversy in bold letters. On July 2nd, 2020, a former tournament organizer known as Sheik shared her account of why she left the Smash community. She claimed that a rookie began to make uncomfortably romantic advances towards her after just a short time of knowing her. After day or one day, after seeing a photo of her at the beach, a rookie sent her an unsolicited, sexually explicit photo of himself. The co-owners of her tournament series refused to ban him for this offense, resulting in her leaving the scene. And then um, I'll just read the whole thing because it's all the same thing, really. And then um, second uh, paragraph, a rookie would soon make a response to her statement, arguing that he made advances because he thought she reciprocated interest in him. He also claimed that she had sent the beach picture directly to him with a winking emoji, linking him or leading him to really she was, uh, you know, thinking she was into it and sent and sent the uh, explicit photo. And then Sheik later made a final statement that disproved. I don't. Okay, I, I'll have to stop. That. I don't know how you disprove something instantly, right? Without hearing my like, how do you just like? She didn't have any receipts. Okay, well, we'll get into that. She <laughs> later made a final statement that disproved the last point, starting stating that the photo she posted was on her public Snapchat story and not for only um him to see. On July third, oh, and then that's that's another one. That's that's a dumb one though. That I don't. I'll talk about that really. In a briefing period. You're just a troublemaker, but, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the funny thing is, um, this is the controversy that's on my page. It's it's not even about the uh, transphobe that I obviously apparently am. This this overshadowed that so much that um, people don't, don't even like. They still call me transphobe and whatnot. But was this before or after? Just, this, no, this was after. Okay. The the second, yeah, this one I'm talking about, I, I went in order. So the transphobe thing was first, and then this happened after on July 2nd. So like uh, two months after. Um, probably like a month and a half, honestly. So um, there was, yeah, there is a player named Sheik. I did meet her at a tournament in um, Alabama. And um, uh, yeah, we talked, right? And um, we exchanged numbers and whatnot. She was um she was friendly blah 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 and um we did talk we, you know we messaged each other and um we uh messaged each other through facebook and then um snapchat as well and then um we did i i definitely knew that um she had an interest in me but she just um she just kept saying she didn't like i kept asking her like hey do you want to hang out sometime and in her response, she said that um, I was being, like, really pushy about it and that I was a really um, creepy individual because I joked about her age, which that was kind of like a – that was a low blow for no reason. That was kind of strange because well, uh, basically – What was her age? Yeah, because she was um, – at the time, she was 19 and I was 24, 25. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's a age difference, but it's not like she's like 17 or something. Sure, that's two years off, but still, it's not like she just turned 18 or something like that, right? And the thing is, I just, you know, I I don't like um, trying to get to know someone if you don't 
hang out with them. So I would just, yeah. you know, tell her, hey, you want to hang out sometime? And then she'd like refuse or she'd say, um, no, uh, but you could um, hang out with all my friends. And I was like, eh, I mean, kind of just want to just go out and just talk, you know, just one on one. But whatever, I don't want to talk about that too much. And um, so basically um, she was she was like in her response, she was saying that I basically first off, she wasn't even a main T.O. Um, they had their own um, dedicated TOs. It was like two or three people that rotated, but it, they had their main TO, um, Patrick Turner, and then um, a co, like a co TO as well. Um, his name's Raisin, and um, both of them would be the main TOs. And she, at the time, she was just um, their friend, like kind of just sitting there. You know, she didn't really play that much. She'd play friendlies every now and then maybe enter the tournament i don't even know honestly i don't know if she played a lot I, that that's i don't know i guess that's irrelevant but i felt like she was more there just to because she knew the tos and she was really cool with them like she was really good friends with uh, the tos obviously and um yeah so um definitely um we were flirting back and forth and the receipts that she showed, like, she came out with the twit long. She just twit longed me when this cancel culture started. Because this, this was after, um, I don't know if this was after or, no, I think this was after um, Sinpai and uh, okay. was it Puppy. Puppy, Puppe. yeah. Yeah, I think this was either after or before. I don't, it was obviously around the same time. But um, everyone was coming out with their twit longers, and this one came out pretty quick too. And this came out of like um, left field because um, you just didn't expect it at all. Well, I didn't expect it because it's not recent. Like it's mm -hmm. coming on like that was about four years ago. Like four years ago. Like this is this isn't recent, and um, and people like uh, try to treat it like it was a recent thing, and like I still do this kind of thing like i make people uncomfortable you can you can talk to anyone i don't you know i don't try to make anyone uncomfortable and she never um in messages she never made it seem like she was uncomfortable in any way but she proclaimed that in her twit longer she said i made her uncomfortable and that um i just um what's it called i kind of, it, it sounded like i just sent it like out of nowhere because mm -hmm. this is this is her first twit longer without me, you know, my rebuttal and whatnot. And so um, basically she was saying, you know, I sent uh, unsolicited picture and whatnot. And the thing the thing that really got me is that she said she's not trying to like attack or destroy my reputation. It's like, well, why did you come out with this twit longer? Yeah. Then why didn't you message me? Like, I, wait, I, I've heard that I've message? heard that a few times from you know. That when the whole cancel culture month was coming out, they always add that in at the end, and yeah. and I think they know what they're doing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, oh yeah, they're trying to, oh yeah, trying to be the moral person, right? Oh, yeah. they're not a bad person. They're not trying to, but I'm just gonna twit longer anyways. Like if it was a, <laughs> the, the the thing is though, um, she never blocked me on Facebook or Snapchat. We just stopped talking. Like there was just a time where. After um, I sent the picture, we still talked, yeah, just not that often. And we kind of just went our separate ways and just kind of just did our own things. And that was it. 
and then she um she never blocked me on facebook like i said or uh, snapchat or anything like that so there was no like there was no bad ending to this story really it's just her words saying she was so uncomfortable that made her so uncomfortable that she left the scene but she never even like brought it like brought anything to my attention saying hey that kind of made me feel uncomfortable or anything plus when i sent the picture she did send um she sent like a a wink face or whatever or when she sent her picture i don't remember if she sent it while she sent her picture or after i sent my picture i don't really remember honestly i think she sent the winky face um after she sent her picture and um i responded because i mean <laughs> you know you make dumb right. choices yeah, right? yeah, yeah. it was in the moment kind of thing and i was like okay and then i sent it but she didn't have a negative response about that that's the thing you know it wasn't it's not like um she was all for it but it's not like she was like oh my gosh don't ever send me something like that again mm -hmm. or you know block me off of snapchat or anything like that. it wasn't anything like that and um that's why i was like okay well she's not uncomfortable obviously and um even she even says like to a point she did um she was interested in knowing who i was and whatnot so that's kind of like okay well she kind of admitted like she was <laughs> interested like she she says it in her response she does say it um you can read it yourself but um yeah she said that and then um she also i used to joke like i just joke around um and she would say um something like oh my gosh i look like i'm a, a 14 year old or something like that and then um you know how girls do that sure like, oh my gosh i look so young and then I'm, i just joke around like no you look at least 10 and then she like i would joke around her age like there's three different jokes and she thought that was creepy and i was like well maybe you're just not um maybe you're like socially awkward you know what i mean like, cause, <laughs> honestly it's a joke like it's right. a joke i don't <laughs> i didn't understand it but I mean, um, I think that's an area like, most people would like recognize, you know. Yeah, it's sarcasm. It's a blatant, yeah, sarcasm. I used to, it's a joke. And she didn't get it at the time, I guess. And um, she she labeled that was creepy. And I was like, okay, I was like, where is this even going? And then um, the the funny thing is, she said she left the scene, right? What From what I've just read. She left the scene. The funny thing is, she got a boyfriend after we stopped talking, like, a month or two after so like where where was her negative and she came back to the tournaments she never stopped coming like i don't <laughs> yeah like people obviously people aren't gonna read my statement and if they are they're gonna take it at like whatever he's lying obviously yeah right? from, me from, too movement believe all victims <laughs> I from what i've should. seen from cancel culture month uh i, I kind of like that i coined that i kind of like yeah it. from cancel, cancel culture, culture month, month is uh every response always no matter what it is always has negativity on it like people are fucking on there telling them to kill themselves you know you're a terrible person yeah like every response even some responses mm -hmm. that like debunk stuff right and i don't know it's yeah and um, it's unfortunate so yeah that was that was uh that was the main thing she said i was creepy she said um she wasn't interested she said i was the reason for making her uncomfortable and leaving the scene but i mean i don't sure she was we'll say she's part of the scene because she did to somewhat but um she like 
like I said, she got a boyfriend pretty quickly after we stopped talking. Like it was like a month or two after. And she um, she also stated in her tweet longer that uh, another reason, another part of her leaving was because of school. And I was like, there it is. That's the answer. It's not me. It was you left for school because you came back. She came back to the tournament. If she if she wanted nothing to do with me, she would never go back. Mm-hmm. She would never go back. She'd call, be like, "Hey, is a rookie there?" You know what I mean? She would at least say that. If you're if you're so uncomfortable with the person, would you ever come back? You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I wouldn't. I would. I'd be like, "No, I'm I'm okay." You know, I don't I don't want to be around that individual, especially if I was a girl. Like, no, that's I don't want to feel weirded out. And then she claimed that she said it to the tos, and they said no. I mean, see that to to an extent i did respect the tos for saying hey you know no he's never done anything and that's not bannable because that's what they said yeah that's that's perfectly fine it's like well i don't know man i know rookie he's not really you know he's not really a creep and he doesn't do anything like that he just plays melee you -hmm. know maybe yeah it was it was a picture sure but you know like is he still the 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 biggest question that they should have asked her was is he still doing it you know is he still is he still proceeding i no i stopped after that like after that we talked a little bit like i said and that's it we just went our separate ways um we went to tournaments we didn't talk to each other it was kind of awkward it was uncomfortable for me too but i mean i'm there for melee at the end of the day right like i tried to um go you know maybe a romantic pathway that way um make an endeavor but it didn't work out and i was like okay whatever that's sure and at at the end of the day i was here for melee at the beginning and i'm still going to be here for that mm-hmm. so yeah so that that that's the biggest puzzle like and me scratching scratching my head that she would say i made her so uncomfortable to leave the scene and she would come back various tournaments and see me there and stay there with her boyfriend and i'm just like okay you're not that uncomfortable mm-hmm. right like it's just but i don't have receipts right? yeah. like i can't Snapchat I deletes everything coming yeah. back yeah exactly but she had receipts of me being creepy and that was it no really like it was just that and that was it i think that was it and it was like jokes and that's all the receipts she had she doesn't have any receipts from snapchat neither do i i deleted that like years ago or whatever that i don't remember how long ago i deleted that and i don't have anything you know snapchat if you don't you know if you get a new phone or something obviously you're not going to have old stories or did you save the conversation no one saves the conversation right so you're just going off of word of mouth so people believed her and i re- rebuttaled with no it was obviously a joke you know you sent me a picture and with a wink face and whatnot so she showed interest that at the end of the day and even if she didn't you know she should have definitely just said something she knows i'm a nice guy she she knows you know i'm i'm not mean or pushy I'm only mean in game and that's just competition you know what i mean it's not it's nothing personal it's just business as they would say mm-hmm. and i mean it's easy she could have she could have even third partied it to, to have someone talk to me right like how how could no, that no one no one approached you or anything no about one this situation? approached me no wow that's crazy happened. yeah no it it's not crazy she just want honestly i think this whole fiasco was she wanted some attention everyone was getting it She's probably maybe not happy with her life. I don't know. I don't know her personally. Maybe she just wanted to jump on that attention train, and that was it. That was her That was her way. I don't know a lot about your situation besides what I'm hearing just now, but yeah. from what it sounds like is it sounds very similar to what I was talking about earlier 
with, mm-hmm. you know, people just coming out with these um, either false or, like, really, like, ac- this shouldn't, some things, things that shouldn't be accusations. Like, come on. Sure. You know, and uh, getting just a bunch of attention and uh, I, I call it brand growth. It's like the age of the influencer, you know, kind of <laughs> kind of thing. And, you know, you get follows and likes and all that stuff. And that's, yeah. that's, that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely, in, if you are interested, just, you know, just read what we um, rebuttaled, what I rebuttaled, and then her final one. I didn't reply to that. I was just like, it's just going to keep going. Yeah, like, what's the point of this? Like, there's nothing smart. else I can say. They either believe me in the first response or they don't. And people obviously didn't believe me. And um, that was it. That's where I'm at now. People, um, I'm uh, basically, basically um, globally banned now because of that. And um, I can't enter any online tournaments under my tag. And um, oh, um, also I did for let me um, backtrack a little bit. Um, before the second controversy was chic, the um, the romantic controversy. Um, when I was considered a transphobe, and people started um, really getting on me on on Twitch and whatnot when I was on stream, um, people. Um, People, um, big names like um, tournaments I used to enter, they um, they both uh, what's it called um, banned me from their tournaments. This is before the chic controversy. This is just transphobe controversy. And one of them actually said um, because I came out with a statement, I was like, hey, you know, I turned over, I have a. Um, you know, I turned over a new leaf. Um, I'm even stronger with my faith, um, and whatnot. Um, I'm a, you know, quote unquote, like born again Christian. You, you know, I was kind of like getting into that um, kind of vibe. And then I said, well, don't worry. You know, like I don't care if you're trans, gay, whatever. You know, I love you. It's just, you know, um, we all have struggles. And basically, I was trying to make a unity kind of um, tweet. And um, the individual that banned me, I don't, I honestly don't even want to say their names. Maybe I will, um, but um, nah, I won't. I'll just leave it at that. If if you followed me, you know what tournaments I entered online, and you can figure out the two people that <laughs> the online tournaments I entered, and you'll figure out that yourself. I don't need to name them. But one of the individuals said um, that I needed a better apology. Like you, you can't come back unless you apologize, like a actual apology. Like that was pretty whack. And I was like, "Are you joking?" I was like, "Are you, like you, you really want me to go against God just to, just to enter tournaments?" Basically, you know, that was it. They're wow. Like, yeah, well, we can't, yeah, we can't let you, we can't have you back for that. Like, we, you need like a kind of apology or something like that. This is before the chic controversy. This is just yeah, being yeah, a transphobe. Yeah. You know the transphobe era, right? Of, of rookie. That's, that's what this is. And um, I was like, no. It's like, no, I'm not. I, I respect you because I've followed you for years. Um, you're some of the first videos I've ever watched. Like this individual. I was like, I respect you a lot, but no, I don't agree with anything you're saying. And um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna apologize because if I apologize, I go against my faith, and no one's that special for yeah. me to go against my faith. Yeah. yeah. And after that, I was I, this was before Sheik and stuff, so I was already banned from the tournaments I could enter. So Why does like, the okay. quality of your apology matter? Like, if it was an apology, that's that's, that's what you meant, right? Yeah. Like you, like you, I'm assuming that you meant it. 
But why? Yeah. Why does the quality matter? Why is he putting you in that situation in the first place? Well, well yeah. Well, okay. Let me. Um, uh, let me. Uh... So it wasn't like an actual. Po- I didn't say like I'm sorry, but I just tried to make like a unity tweet saying, "Hey, you know, if you felt some way about me, you know, I love all trans. You know, trans people. I don't care. It's nothing new. It's just." my um religious views have gotten even stronger to where it's like well i shouldn't you know i should try to bring us all together that's what god would want you know what i mean like you try Mm -hmm. to you see people past um you know you don't judge a book by its cover it doesn't matter what they look like it's like what kind of person are they that's kind of what you you know judge them on if they're sinful of nature judge by character correct yeah exactly so I didn't say I'm sorry. It wasn't an actual apology, which is true. It wasn't an actual apology, but um, the individual said, we need an actual apology. And I was like, no, that's not going to happen. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, and uh, that was it. And I was just like, no, I can't do that. So after all this stuff kind of happened, your reputation, I guess, went down the toilet, essentially. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 Because I remember remember (laughs) hearing about you, like, years ago, just like, you know, like, hey, rookie, he's like the Mario player, you know, like. You, you are, like, the representation of, like, your character, right? And then, just, like, lately, I just feel like, you know, I'd never really hear about a rookie as much. Um, no. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, because <laughs> you are a very talented player. Um, Thanks. When all this happened, did you kind of, like, see a shift from, like, fans or people who watch you to a more, like, you know, you, you, so when you were talking earlier, you kind of sounded like you're kind of like a, a, a safe haven for a conservative or Christian players, like, do, mm-hmm. like, and you say that like, people reach out to you, like, I reached out to you, because, yeah. as well, and so, like, does that happen a lot, like, have you, have you like, built, yeah. like, a community of, like, conservative Christian Smash players, is that what's going on here, I'm just trying to get the whole okay. picture. so it's actually very daunting and scary when people reach out to me, and I say that because they reach out to me, and they're too scared to even like my tweet, mm-hmm. that's how scared they are. They have to DM me. That's the only way. And they know I'm not the kind of person. They know that I'm a somewhat decent person. I'm not going to blow them up by tweeting or DMing me, right? I'm not going to blow that up on Twitter like leftists will. I'm not going to do that, especially if someone hates me. I'm not going to, you know, screen cap that and post it saying all these hateful people. You know, I just, you know, I just let it go because you're going to deal with, you know, all this stress. It's just, it's unnecessary. But Yes, a lot of Christians slash conservatives, because honestly, they go hand in hand. Most of the time, they go hand in hand. If they're any kind of political, if you're a Christian, you're most likely going to be a conservative. Right. That's just how it is. You can't, honestly, you can't be a Christian and a Democrat. You know, it's, it's very, you can't. You honestly can't. You could, you could be moderate, maybe, but you can't be a Democrat. You can't mm-hmm. be just straight up Democrat. Because just because how it works now, right? Like, um, yeah, and uh, the different groups kind of lean different different areas. Like uh, yes. usually, the LGBT lean towards the left because they're more they have more open support. I would say I'm not yes. saying the le- the right doesn't have LGBT support, but it's not you know like a center focus kind of thing. But yes. that's definitely true. Different groups kind of lean, tend towards different areas. Yes, and actually, even yesterday there was um, uh, that person I was talking. That individual um, has pronouns in their bio and they have like a picture of a you know like a furry picture even them like they you know that was just yesterday it it happens happens more often 
then I'm like, it still surprises me. I'm like, so people are still messaging. It doesn't happen every day. It's nothing crazy like that. But like maybe every four days or something, someone new messages me or every week. I'm just like, man, do you, where are all these people at? You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I don't need a lot of likes or anything like that. But these people don't, you know, they don't interact with me. But somehow they follow me without following me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Like, it's yeah. just they fo- they keep me somehow like uh, in their scope, in their field of vision without actually following me. I guess they, I don't know, click on, you know, type in my username and find me that way. And that's how they keep up with me. But yeah, it's it's actually surprising how much people have come. There's also been trolls, too. Like, <laughs> of course. Oh, hey. Yeah, <laughs> that this happened like two weeks ago. Um, they're like, "Hey, I'm a I'm a Christian conservative. I'm so glad for what you're doing." And I thought, you know, I thought it was genuine. You know, I was like, "Oh yeah," I was like, "Hey man, yeah, if you need to talk, whatever, you know, I'm here." And then they they posted it on Twitter, and they're like, "Look at this idiot, blah blah blah." And then oh, it like wow. it became a meme, and two other people DM me with the same copy pasta message. Hey, I'm a open conservative whatever or i'm not an open conservative and it was a copy pasta like two other people and i'm just like wow i was like now i have to ask me ask him are you trolling me like <laughs> yesterday i was like are you trolling me because you have pronouns in your bio you're trolling me right and he's like no i'm actually not tro-. i was like okay <laughs> so i have to ask them now <laughs> there's like a filtering system now it's, yeah it's all, exactly they, they ruined it for the actual people that come to you exactly exactly <laughs> yeah but no i think that's great that you're like have like a i'm assuming like that community mostly like watches your streams and stuff and you've kind of become like a figurehead for like conservatives and stuff and i feel like the smash community is really weird and gaming the gaming community in general is really left-leaning um and i think it's important to have those kind of figureheads uh i wanted to ask because my roommate isn't really into the gaming scene too much he likes hearing about things and i tell him things um and he was actually surprised from an outsider perspective that gamers usually lean towards the left. He actually thought that they. He actually thought they might lean toward the right. Um, do you know why? As like a gamer, since you've, you know, you've met a lot of other gamers, and I'm assuming a lot of your friends yeah. are mostly gamers. Why does it seem that they lean towards one political side? I would say um, the biggest thing is that gamers. Um, I'm not really in the FGC. Um, the fighting game community, but I do keep up with them. In Street Fighter 4, the previous version of Street Fighter, because now they're on 5, um, I followed them a lot. I kept up with their social media because I liked a lot of the players and whatnot. Um, but what it seems like to me is that it's all just... They try to... Um, you know, they accept everyone with open arms. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But then... Um, for some reason, it, it hasn't always been like this. That's the thing. Uh, the Smash community hasn't always been as crazy leftist as it is now. Um, but Melee, at a time, it was dying. So people were always, hey, man, um, we don't care who you are. You know, like, you can join the tournament. We, we'll teach you, blah, blah, blah. And I think it's, I think that's, obviously, that's what you want to do, right? To build your community, you accept everyone. Yeah. For I, I, they are. I started playing in 2013, so I vividly, like, remember how open it is and how um, the online was totally different. Yeah, and um, that's the thing, too. I think people like to push their, um, like, their, 
I guess there are advantages, right? It's like, um, if they're, let's say they're antisocial, and obviously a lot of gamers are antisocial. Like, uh, it can be. It can be a common thing. Because, well, you know, when you're just playing at home all the time, you're not interact actually interacting with people. Sure. You know, you could just become antisocial that way because you just like being indoors all the time. You don't like interacting with the outside world. And, um, you know, I think it just pushed, um, like, it kind of harbors, like, I don't want to, uh, how do I phrase this in a good way? Um, I would say, like, uh, due to, like, uh, antisocial um, personalities and whatnot, we kind of, since we take in everything, we take in all the mentally ill people as well. Let's say they are antisocial and they have stuff going on and whatnot depression but and, yeah. depression um i've seen that a lot too in melee like a lot of depressed people and i mean there's nothing wrong with that i'm not trying to shame anyone like that it's just since we harbor all like literally everyone and um it, it's gone to the point to where um political views are mainstream for melee and i don't know i i don't have an answer to that like all these um all the leftists are coming like coming out like they've all they've been out for years but now it's an all-time high i don't know if it's because of trump or what's going on but um like if you're if you're gay if you're lesbian whatever lgbt you have a say more than the average person and you use your victimhood to rise to the top like um socially and you could just say I feel uncomfortable with this individual be part of that group and um what are they gonna say you know like people even if they don't agree with you they don't want backlash because they're scared so they kind of just go with the flow and they're like okay well eh, okay yeah we'll accept your terms because it's basically you accept my terms or um i'm gonna you know rain fire and brimstone on your reputation and these tournaments you know what i mean and that's i think it's just because that kind of mentality victimhood has become so mainstream that it's used um in things like melee where antisocial behaviors are very common like i said and i think that's um that kind of branches out to like um lgbtq people maybe you know like gender dysphoria because that's you know that's what it is right that's the new term for that or it used to be gender or gender um identity disorder i think that was the old term for that but now it's gender dysphoria but obviously you know um people on the right they'll say it's mentally ill right like you're mentally ill and that kind of harbors that kind of personality like because we have socially socially inept people and then we have people like that i'm not saying those are bad people i'm just saying that those are more common to be in the melee community rather than any other community even the fgc fgc still has lgbtq people but they have people that when they scream i'm a victim i'm a victim people will be like nah that's bs because i <laughs> i read some of the tweets they're like nah we don't believe you yeah. Like they'll actually stand their ground. I don't know what it is about the melee community. I don't know. If, it's uh, a Smash. I feel like Smash is just one. You know, has like Mario characters. It's yeah. like you know, it's more family friendly focused. And like everyone's. Yeah. It's also like I feel like it attracts more younger people. Or at least Ultimate. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, 
yeah, cancel culture ultimate style, ultimate edition. That's really what that was. Because yeah, it really it was melee people, but nah, it was mostly ultimate people. Let's be honest about that. It was mm-hmm. mostly ultimate people. They definitely seem more dramatic, that's for sure. <laughs> from what I've seen, anyway. I mean, when you sit down and play a tournament match and you're playing against a seven year old, it's kind of. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah. You... Or even like just like teenagers, because that's what people that I mostly attract is like teenagers. Yeah. Yeah, but I've I've seen like literal nine year olds at tournaments, and I'm like, oh my gosh! Wow, like, uh, yeah, That's crazy. No, I've, I've yeah I've seen it m- multiple times. They're like, not they're not playing melee. No, they're they're playing yeah they're playing ultimate, and I'm just like, well, at least their parents are with them, right? Like, <laughs> it's it's just I I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna have something of all ages like that, um, and be so. I don't I don't mind being so accepting, but um, I don't think bringing victimhood into anything is a good thing unless you're an actual victim of something like you you got robbed, you know, you got you know insert bad thing that actually happened, you know, not just throwing out claims and accusations or using oh here's my victim card it's time to use it I haven't used it in a couple weeks so, you know it's getting it's getting dusty in my wallet got to use it um, when you bring that out. And um, having this kind of audience, because like you said, it's just teenagers mostly, right? That's even melee. A lot of it's teenagers, like um, high schools, high yeah. schoolers, and then the you know the dinosaur era, which is like Mango and everyone like they're like twenty mid twenties to maybe um, early thirties, like hugs and chew that. But I think it's more of I'll just be straight up. I think uh, melee community they're just like man children, like they just haven't really grown up. Like to an extent, I just don't think so. I think they're stuck in their ways because they play video games and they're in their own echo chamber so much. Not all of them. Not I'm not talking about all the melee community, but a lot of people, even a lot of the top players. I'm just like, do you guys do you guys know what you're saying anymore? Like, it's not really a mature attitude. They like do anything they anything they can to maintain the community. That's fine, but there has to be some cutoff points. Like, no, we actually we're not gonna support that opinion. Like, let's say it's an LGBT um, opinion. It's like it's a transphobe. It's like, mm, nah, we'll we'll look into that. We don't believe you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you're never gonna find a, a top level uh, melee player or a TO saying that. They're not gonna say that. That's career suicide, like you said earlier, right? So mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. I think the melee community is just honestly just more immature. Like, um, Do you think like it's a lack FGC. of a lack of life experience? Yes. Because I think yes. a lot of people, when it comes to Smash, is they kind of like replace Smash as like their life, as weird as that sounds. Like it's like a substitute, no. right? And I think that's to do yeah. with the antisocial stuff. And you always see, you know, uh, not notable worthy players, people that are going to locals, the gyms, I guess. Uh, you see them, you know, like they're constantly striving to like or have this like idea in their head that, you know, if they play enough, they're going to be a pro player. And I have the opinion that I do not think everyone can be a pro player with hard work. No. I don't I don't think it's a realistic thing. Look at how many top players there are for each game and, versus how big the community is as a whole. There are way more scrubs out there than, you know, pro players. And there's a reason for that, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's exactly right. They don't have any life experiences. Um, I'm not gonna say everyone because we have people like HBox that had an engineering degree, right, a mechanical engineering degree, 
Um, yeah, that's not he, always the case. Don't get me wrong, but for yeah. a majority, I feel like. No, you're. That's absolutely correct. They don't have any life experiences. Maybe they never even had a real job. Most of the people I know, they don't even know how to drive. Yeah. They carpool. It's like, what? How old are you? Like, you really don't know how to drive a car? Like, I'm not even trying to make fun of them. It's just, how how far gone are you? Like, are you really investing your time all this that you don't know how to do anything but just play melee? That's it. If, if that's your livelihood, that's fine. I'm not trying to knock you for that. But you, if, you know, if everyone does it, that's not good. That's not good. You know, you, not everyone can just live off of Melee. It's a, it's streaming. It's dead. Like you have to be a top, you have to be a top 10 player or a very, very, um, uh, likable person like uh, Ludwig or Slime, right? Like the big, um, what's it called? Like, a big pr people kind of for melee big and personalities if you're not yeah exactly big personalities and um if you're not you're kind of just you're screwed you have like maybe like me on a good day now <laughs> i don't get that much viewers like if i stream on twitch i get like maybe five maybe ten and that's about it like before i didn't get that much either but it would be at least like ten at least and then, like, my highs would be, like, 20, 25, because um, I'm just playing that play. You know, I'm just speedrunning Melee because that's what I do now because I can't answer anything. So, um, but I, I will never stop playing Melee. I'm still going to stream. I still stream um, Rollback all the time. You know what I mean? There's not a single person on this planet that said that can say, you need to stop playing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to keep playing regardless of what you think of me, and you're going to just have to take it. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to enjoy the game i'm passionate about but that going back to the point it is it's just life uncertainty they don't they haven't worked like i don't think everyone needs to work a nine-to-five job but i think you should get out into the workforce i think all these kids should get out into the workforce do melee on the part part-time do you really want to how are you going to make this a living uh, uh, you can't make a living off of melee. Right. you really can't you have right. to be and I, I think for a lot of people it's chasing the fame you know like you see it all the time it's clout chasing kind of like they have this idea. Like, a lot of people want to be famous nowadays. Uh, maybe yeah. it's always been a thing, but I mean, now with the internet and how easy it is, quote unquote easy, um, it looks easy, but it's actually not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that like everyone's like almost trying to chase that. So it's kind of uh, I don't know. But uh, so we're getting really long on this, right? Like two two hours and fifteen minutes. But uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, there's one more thing I wanted to ask you. Uh, I have a friend, he is a teenager, he's an ultimate player, and uh, sure. I knew him because he like, came up here for a tournament, and he still talks to me to this day. He is also a conservative and a Christian, uh, and he talks to me pretty often uh, because he feels very alienated and isolated uh, from the rest of the community, and you know, he kind of just talks to me to kind of vent, because I'm kind of like the only conservative person he knows, or at least the only person that won't judge him. Um, so my question, I guess, is, uh, if there's other people that are, like, watching this, or that are out there that feel kind of the same way, where they feel like they're a Christian or a Republican, and they just feel very isolated, uh, that they can't talk, that they have to, you know, be suppressed, uh, what's your advice? Because, you know, he, what my friend is worried about is he wants a career in, like, music, and okay. he doesn't want to, you know, he, he, he's very, one of those people that really wants to uh, kind of like put their opinions out there, you know, be a voice, but he doesn't want to ruin career opportunities or, you know, get kicked, kicked out of the smash community or whatever, you know, like get hated on. So what's your like advice for those kind of people that feel like they're suppressed and need to come out? 
Um, honestly, if if it comes down to that, and he's worried about you know future endeavors with um, job security and whatnot, um, I would say you know just pick your battles. Really, pick your battles, and if you can't, just make a make a burner account, make make an anonymous account, and then voice your opinion that way. If uh, the thing is, if you really want to voice your opinion, just do it. There's there's gonna be you know. Hopefully, you know, sometime in the future, this political mess is going to clean up to where if you're a conservative or for Trump or anything like that, that you're you just lose all these job opportunities. You know, I don't think it's going to be forever. And if if it's going to be forever, we're going to need people like um, your is your friend or your roommate. Uh, he's, he's just a friend of mine. Yeah. OK. Yeah. We're going to need voices like your friend to branch out and start talking. You know what I mean? Like, even if it is, you know, maybe career suicide. But, I mean, if, if it comes down to it and you get a job opportunity, you know, just delete your Twitter. Just scrub that off the face of the earth. Just don't say you played Smash or anything, and I think you'll be fine. But I think he should speak up because um, I think a lot more people should speak up. Christians, conservatives, people that just don't agree. You don't have to be Christian or conservative. You could be moderate. You could be leftist and be like, yeah, I don't agree with the community the way it's going either. Like I'm, you know, I'm all for unity, and this is literally being discriminative um, against Christians and people on the right or moderate people. Really, you can be like moderate and they still hate you. It doesn't matter. You can be right in between. But I would say you should speak out. Don't be afraid. Um, You've seen backlash on me, um, how it's affected me, but let's um, don't let my example be a negative opinion on yourself. You should definitely try to express yourself before you lose who you are. You need to express yourself and know that it's okay. Because guess what? If I see that tweet, I'm gonna like it and retweet it as well, and so will other people. It's not about the negativity. Or even the positivity. It's about you just being yourself and not worried about not being yourself. Because then you, that's not even freedom at that point. You're just you're um, alienating your, yourself and you'll probably lose yourself. And you won't know who you are and you'll have like identity crisis. So my, my suggestion is just, just don't be afraid. Just speak out. Just say what you think is real and... You know, if it's not real, it's fake, then, you know, apologize. If it's not, if it's real and people say it's fake, then don't apologize. Just don't bow down to the mob, though. That is the number one rule. Don't bow down to the mob ever. You, it, apology is not going to help you. There's still going to be that brand or mislabel of you as a person. And that's always going to stick with you. And if you ever do anything wrong after you apologize, they will refer back to that and you're done. So just make sure that just be true to yourself just speak out because not too much people are speaking out besides me and luigi goes hard literally that's it no one else i've never ever seen any, anyone else that's all i gotta say so wow that was that was pretty powerful i felt passion in that <laughs> thanks for coming on the show a rookie where can uh people follow you man um you can follow me on my um twitter it's at sfs underscore a underscore rookie or you can follow my twitch um i stream almost every day i try to i'm trying to make partner 
you know, we'll see how it goes. So, <laughs> trying to make partner. That's um, twitch.tv um, slash a rookie, a y rookie, all one word. Um, follow me on there. Um, you know, message me, uh, tweet at me. I don't care. I don't care if you disagree with me or not. Um, you know, message me if you disagree with me, but be civil about it. Don't be an animal because we're not, we're not animals, we're humans. So, yeah, if you definitely feel like you lean kind of towards the opposite of the uh, social standards of the Smash community, <laughs> I guess that's the nicest way to say it. Yeah, definitely yeah. give him yeah. a message. Super friendly guy. Came on, I've, I've met you, I guess, talked to you till just right now on this show. So I appreciate you coming on. It was yeah, we honestly got a lot me, covered. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, we are gonna sign out, and uh, I will see you tomorrow for oh a goodness. new episode. All right, see you guys later. The Dalton Edwards Effect is now on Spotify. We upload it on Spotify earlier than on YouTube, so if you want to check out the podcast early, you can do that there. We also go live every Wednesday and Saturday on our Twitch. Sometimes we even stream on the off days, so be sure to follow us on there to get updated when we go live. All links are in the description below.